Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. So it's time for the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast with your host, the styling, profiling, limousine riding, swatch wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, woo, son of a gun. And he's having a hard time holding down those alligators. Ty King. Yo, yo, yo. How's everybody doing today? I hope you're doing good. I hope you're in for a little round ball talk today. A little, uh, kind of get to know a little small towns in West Texas today. And who knows what else we might uh, talk about. But you know, right now I think it's just, uh, it's Friday. There we go. This one's for you, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining this. This is the Win, Loser, Tie podcast. Wow. Uh, I'm Ty King. I'm your host. Do me a favor and hit uh, subscribe on the old um, whatever you're on, however you choose to uh, listen to your podcast, Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever. And uh, also, if you have Instagram, go follow the Instagram page, Win, Lose, or Tie. That's T-Y-E. Also, you can email the show anytime you want, Win, Lose, or Tie podcast at gmail.com. So you can do all those things. We're a proud member of Let Me Know Productions with LMK Boys. That's uh, Landry Griffith, who put out a couple podcasts since I've been on. Uh, having said that with Landry Griffith and the Pick 4 podcast with Mark Youngblood. Ooh, got a little news coming up about Mark. Not going not gonna to let that out uh, on this episode. But anyway, pretty exciting news. But today um, is really exciting. And I wanted to do this episode a long time ago, right before March Madness started. But just stuff got crazy. I mean, stuff just got wild in my life. And I, I mean... I barely even got a chance to watch the whole tournament. I mean, online, I really did, but uh, just work-life stuff. So, but I got two of these dudes on here. They know more about basketball. They know more about, um, I mean, just, it, it's just, they're so interesting, these two guys. And it's going to sound like a Southern, like a 70s Southern rock band, because it's, it, it, I got Trampus and Tully. So it's Krampus, Tully, and Ty. That sounds like the terrible Southern rock band. I just, I just, that's what it sounds like to me. But Trampus Ball, I'll, I'll start with you first, man. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. Glad to be here, man. Yeah, you had man of man of many words right there. I love it. Uh, and, and my man Tully Brown over there. Tully, talk to me, baby. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I'm pretty excited about doing this. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I, I can't wait because uh, it's just three. West Texas white guy is going to talk about the NBA, kind of. <laughs> so, I, I mean, we'll talk about some other things, too, but we're going to have a good show, man. We're going to talk. I really want to get into some of their background and, like, how they grew up because it's very, I, I think, for, because uh, we are a worldwide show. Uh, I just hit 30 countries. Uh, that's, that's pretty big, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know who's listening in Germany, but somebody is. And, yeah, we might even bring up Germany later. Uh, so, Anyway, but so, yeah, I'm, uh, dang it, I'm at 47 states. I can't get to 50. Somebody in North Dakota needs to listen. God almighty. <laughs> Come on now. And Vermont. Um, anyway, but uh, Tully's here and, and, and Trampus is here. Two of the best names of friends I have uh, already. And we'll talk about that, too. So, but, um, all right, Trampus, let, let's, start, let's start off real quick. You're from Nazareth, Texas. Booming metropolis. Yes, and that's up here in the Panhandle in West Texas, where we're from. And uh, I kind of want to let the people know, but I want I want to get your input on it. That's really, I mean, you know more about it. I've been there a few times, but uh, uh, Nazareth, Texas, is a. Uh, let's see, I got it pulled up here. Let's see, it is the population is what I think three hundred. 
I think the last census in 2010 that I information was 311. 311. That's up. That's up from 299 when I grew up. So. <laughs> How many of them are you related to? How many people? And I mean, the 311 are you? Are you actually related to? You know, I'm not so much. Uh, I only had two first cousins in Nazareth. Uh, yeah. None of my uncles had kids. Most of my aunts moved away. Uh-huh. My wife, her dad has. Ten brothers and sisters, and my my wife's mother has thirteen. Mm-hmm. So you know she's got like thirty seven first yeah. cousins in Nazareth. I only grew up with two. So yeah, well, see, see that's what I'm saying though. Like your wife has that many because like, I know it's like a it's a it's a <clears throat> town that's rooted in a lot of history and a lot of heritage and and it's I can tell you right now there's two things that I know people say this all the time. There's two things they can do in Nazareth. And that's drink beer and shoot free throws. I know that. That's, I think you taught both of those things at an early age. You know, uh, we played in the state championship game my senior year, and you get the UIL VHS tape. Yeah. yeah. And there was these two guys, these two brothers, I think, that were really close to the camera. And it came down late. I think Nick Johnson gets fouled. He goes to the line. And these guys are talking. He's like, oh, he's, he's going to make these free throws. That's all they do, shoot free throws. He said, I was there one time. That's what I did. I shot free throws. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> exactly. That's what you do there. I mean, seriously. Yeah, that's, uh, I'll never forget. I was, uh, it, it, my nephew, Jet, was playing at Trinity. Uh, there's uh, two guys behind me were playing Estacado. These two uh, uncles, I think, or family members of the Estacado's basketball team. And they, it was coming down to the wire. And there was Trinity was shooting free throws. And the two dudes behind me go, man. We're not going to win this game. <laughs> Trinity does two things. They pray and they shoot free throws. And that's, the, that's a good combination, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's crazy. And they, they end up making a bunch of free throws at the end to win it. So You left that one thing there, though. What? They know how to put on a wedding. Like, they know how to party. You ever been to a wedding in Nazareth? Well, okay, yeah, but yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and, and But I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I've heard about it. I've never been to one. Uh, but I and and totally, I'm going to get to rural Texas here in a minute. But Trampas, I do want to focus because I think the people will find this fascinating. Even me, when I'm and I'm from here, in Wolferth, which is basically part of Lubbock. But I mean, Nazareth is a different animal, and they have a little. I've been there. Well, I've been there for a few basketball games, but I went to the German Fest. Is that what it's called? Suds and Sounds German Fest. Yeah, that is the biggest freaking. I mean, party. And I, 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 you know, I went there in college, and I, I can be honest with you, I don't really remember much of it. And I mean, it was crazy. How does that, what happens on that like German fest? You know, it's not your typical German fest. Like Fredericksburg has a true German fest. You won't see anybody walking around in Lederhosen. You have a, the only thing German about our German fest is they have a German sausage meal, and mm-hmm. then they have a beer garden with like Hefeweizen on tap. I got you. You'll sit there all afternoon, and then they have the suds and sounds out at the, ball, at the baseball field. And yep. on, a, on a big year, they would get upwards of 3,000 people into yeah. the baseball field. That's that's just nuts. Have you ever been to Tully? No, we've tried to go. We've tried to make it happen a couple times. It just never worked and out. And sadly, last year was it. That's the last one? Reckless Kelly headlined, and they called it quits. After, like, the whoever, whoever puts it together called it quits? Knights of Columbus, Hall uh, Committee. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of work, and anymore, you can see a big concert. Every damn weekend, you know, yeah, there's yeah. so many bands, so so it's no, that's not a set date anymore. That's sad. It's the second weekend of July, but the last I heard, yeah. German Fest, they'll still have the beer garden, but yeah. the big concert at the baseball park is of the that's, past. That's done, now, so. huh? Interesting. What's the wedding story? Because I know there's like a crazy tradition or something so there I, in a wedding. I don't know. They say it started, shoot, I don't know, late 60s, maybe. 
But Nazareth, at the bottom, at the bottom, where you turn off a of Highway 168, you go uptown, uh-huh. uptown, you uptown. Know? Yeah. <laughs> but you go up Sand Hill. It's a it's a decent sized hill, uh-huh. and it's about a quarter mile to the hall where they're having the reception and the dance. So you, you know, the wedding is Saturday evening mass. So whether you are invited or not, you're at the wedding because it's Saturday night mass. Right. <laughs> so you're just going there anyway. And then you're everybody there. just yeah. wanders over to the hall to drink your free beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you have your meal. And then about eight thirty nine o'clock before you kick off the dance, I, I really have no idea how this tradition got started, but mm-hmm. everybody walks down to the other end of town to the bottom of the hill. And the bride is in a wheelbarrow, and the groom's got to push her up the hill before the wedding starts. That's that's it. That I couldn't remember what exactly what it was, but oh my gosh! And man. there's about thirty cars in tow with a bunch of drunk hooligans, you know, hanging off the sides. Yeah, and, and so they they put the bride in a wheelbarrow. And is it? I had a question: Is it barrow or is it barrel? I've always said barrel. Barrow. It's barrow. Yeah, tells you how country so, so I am. So for long this time, yeah, it was a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Now it's lawnmowers. It's yeah. oh, they do every, it's all an outhouse of, yeah. on wheels. Uh, my brother-in-law got married. We made a four-bait plywood replica of Coach oh. K Court. Oh, of Duke's Court. And it became a beer pong table yeah. after the fact. So, oh, that's cool. You know, it gets pretty So did creative. you get married in Nazareth? I did. Yeah. And did you? Did your wife get in the wheelbarrow? She did. And I'm here to tell you it's the worst <laughs> tradition of all time if you are the groom. <laughs> Imagine. One of the handles broke immediately, so they oh. tied a log chain around it, mm-hmm. and I drug it up backwards. Up you know, oh my god! And then you get to the you get to the dance, and the first thing I do is a grand march. And if you've never been in a grand march, yeah. it's a damn workout. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never been in a grand march, but I, I got mean, married at thirty five. I was out of shape. Yeah. I almost puked. It was. <laughs> I, when I went to German Fest, I puked. I just want you to know that it wasn't from wasn't from being out of shape, though. <laughs> so his his wife Kendra and him, they invited yeah. us up last was it last year year before uh, year before last her cousin been, got been married. a while but we we went up to one that's kind of what's cool about it is of course we had known anybody was getting married yeah, but we just went because it's go. a big party yeah so exactly we went and like he's talking about the hill it's yeah. not some it, quick thing yeah you know you walk down there and it's a party on the way down yeah and you come back up and it's a party on the way up <laughs> so luckily awesome. we had his golf cart and so we kind of rode yeah. alongside the party but, <laughs> but yeah just, that was but that was crazy that, and i've heard that it's just that's the way it is for a wedding like it, everybody it's really nothing i mean of course you invite people but it, everybody's invited really. and you know there's only yeah there's only it's a small german catholic farming town there's yeah. only one church if you're not catholic you don't go to church you know so <laughs> That's so funny, man. And so, how does that? How did that start? How did I know it's? I don't know how that actually. How did how did it become a German town? Like, where did how did where so, how did it get settled? Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah, Father Reinsdorf. Okay, late, yeah, late 1800s. Shout out, Father. Reinsdorf. All the way down from New York City, I think. I think Rhineland, mm-hmm. over where Tully's from, okay. might have been first. Yeah. So he founded Rhineland. Yeah. Winthorst. Winthorst. So, for context, for context, Rhineland is like right outside of Monday. So, for people that don't yeah. know where Rhineland's at, like yeah, then, they, then they know where Monday yeah, is. Monday, right? yeah. Yeah. Monday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of context. Yeah, there. yeah. Slayton, people listening are now going, okay, yeah, yeah. Slayton Umbarger and Nazareth, and he would advertise in German newspapers in New York City. Mm-hmm. So, German immigrants getting off the boat. You know, they've got this lush farmland. You know, it rains all the time. Its land is almost free. Come out here and it's paradise. Dude, that's crazy. And it's just like a, I mean, that's just, and yeah, they're right. Slayton has a, I mean, there's a a couple of small towns that have a German, you know, heritage, but I don't think any of them are 
I mean, like Nazareth. Nazareth I've never Nazareth, been to Winthorpe. He says Winthorpe so is it, Nazareth light. It is. It is exactly the same coffee. way as far as like if you've ever been to Nazareth. It's kind of the town itself is kind of on a hill, which is kind of. Uh-huh. Strange to say that because yeah. of where it's at. I mean, we're talking about the Texas Panhandle. Right, I know. That's weird. Yeah. It is a little strange. Yeah. And so it's on kind of on a hill, and the church mm-hmm. is up at the top. Winthorpe's exactly the same. Exactly the same? Yep. Where's so, Winthorpe? I don't know where that is. Exactly. Uh, it's I mean, south of Wichita Falls. Okay, yeah. It's kind of that yeah. Texoma region. Well, now that we're in that region, let's talk about rural a little bit. Oh. Uh, rule R-U-L-E Rule Texas That's rule where you're from Tully. And I think I think it, it dwarfs Nazareth I think there's like 600 people That live there yeah. Something like that Used to You know uh, Actually Well I'm going to correct you there Okay I'm from Sagerton Which okay. is You know okay. but you rule, just, it's, it's rule proper Got you You went to school at rule though right Yes Okay that's yeah, right yeah. That's, rule, I'm sorry Rule and Sagerton uh, Consolidated mm-hmm. uh, Back in the 60s I think but yeah, um, yeah. If anybody asks that, yeah, we're from rural. Because yeah, yeah. there's a better chance that they know where that's at. Probably still not going to know where it's at. But but it, it's crazy that it's still just like I mean that's still so very very small. Oh yeah. And I mean it, no, I don't know. Is there? I mean, did, did your family live there? A bunch of people? Like, is it like that? So yeah, you know, we were just telling somebody this the other day. Of course, you know, getting older. I want to say my family, my mother's family. That's where my mother grew up. If they've been there for right around 130 years, yeah. um, and so yeah, and, and it's 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 a lot like Naz is where you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of the same names, you know, kind of everybody yeah. knows everybody, and mm-hmm. it's a German German community. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Hey, one one thing I like to tell people is we have the most well had mm-hmm. the most Division One head coaches per capita probably in the state of Texas, <laughs> home of Wes Kelly and Art Browles. Art Browles and Wes Kelly. I know if you look up a uh, rule on Wikipedia, which I did, that's my. That's my uh, source of information. It has a section on there. Notable, Notable people. Yeah. <laughs> <Two>. <laughs> In related news, we have to have the most Lady Raiders per capita. Then. Uh, yeah, I think you would have to. Yeah, let's see. Um, Ferris. Mo- and, and, Melinda. And, and Melinda Schmicker. And the other, they played on the national championship. Noel. Noel. Oh, oh Noel Johnson. Noel Johnson. Dude, she was awesome. Played like a dude in high school. Dude, she was she, unreal. She was awesome. Yeah, and and, and so I want to I want to touch on that. I'll get back to rule in just a second. But for the folks that don't know, okay, uh, out in uh, in uh, uh, out here in West Texas, everybody thinks of Friday Night Lights. They think of football, and it is a football place. But Nazareth, it, it, it's not. It, it do they even have a football team? They went to six man about seven eight years ago, and it's not. It's just not. Anything that interests me, right. you know. I, I mean, I don't know if it interests anybody out there. But here's the thing: I don't know how many state championships the boys have, but I know they have some. And but the girls' basketball team in Nazareth, Texas, the population of 300 and whatever it is, had have 25 state championships like that or something like that. This year was 25. 20, right? This year was yeah. 25. That's unbelievable. That's 25 tough. of 31, I think. Yeah, 25 of 31 years. That they've been there 31. They've won they, 25 times. Oh, they've times. been in the state tournament. Yeah, the, the, the final four 31 times. Dude, what is it? What? What? Why? What, can you can you answer that? I don't want to. I don't want this to sound. Back in the day, it was something. And I yeah that 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 that, that don't sound right. If you've seen a girls one A district basketball game recently, <laughs> it's kind of hard to watch. We look like the Harlem Globetrotters a lot of nights. <laughs> Like, they don't call the score in because they don't want to get accused of running it up. But, right, yeah. You know, it started with Joe Lombard, late 70s. Mm-hmm. I, I think 
I don't Kathy. Somebody was the first coach for a few years, and you know, yeah. then you know, Joe Lombard comes along and right. they win. I mean, the rest is but, history. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, is it just like I mean, I don't. Is it one of those things where I don't know if I've ever really paid attention when I've been there? I mean, but I just I envision Nazareth. Everybody has a goal, or at least at one point in time, they probably go to the gym now. But I mean, is that is it? Is the gym is always open to go in and shoot that kind of that kind of shit? That, you know, that, is that what goes on? When I was a kid. The summertime, my first job was chopping cotton. Yeah, we hauled cotton from seven in the morning till noon. Mm-hmm. You fart around all afternoon, and you went to open gym from six to ten, <laughs> and that was everybody. <laughs> yeah. But the girls, you know, they're they're just taught fundamentals yeah. from the age of you know third grade up. Like, yeah, and they play together. That, that's a small town that they those those. That's such a tight community that they play together. Yeah, like they are together their entire lives. I know a lot of small schools are like that, but. That's just unbelievable. It really is. Truly yeah, so my mother-in-law, she won all four years of high school. She, won four, she played four years and won four state championships. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's a good run. And yeah, I, that's pretty I, good. I, Not bad. I'm trying to think. This was the late 70s. I'm trying to think if they, one or two of those years may have been half-court basketball yet. Oh, dude. Six-man six yeah. basketball, six-woman basketball, you know? Yes. I, mean, I got a funny story about that. My dad, who you know, he was a he was a head football coach for a long time, and uh, he had this coach he wanted to hire. This was at um, he was at Spearman. He was he was a coach at Spearman, up way up there in the Panhandle, and he was he needed this, this coach, and so in order for that coach to come in, his wife needed to come in to teach too. That that was part of the deal, and so he was like, yeah. And so my mom was teaching there. And Dad goes, you're, listen, you're gonna not, uh, you're not gonna teach uh, reading. You're gonna uh, coach women's <laughs> basketball because I need her to come in with that guy. And so my mom called. Her. She it was three on. It was you know whatever it was half court basketball back then, which is still that's still crazy that we know people that they play like that. But she uh, they were getting beat. Man, I tag my dad used to tell this funny story. He goes, she got, he was sitting right behind the bench, and he goes, Julie, call timeout. <laughs> She turned around, looked at me, and goes, and say what? <laughs> That's you, awesome. You, you felt that before. Yeah, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, what, what am I going to say? Yeah, exactly. I'm not calling timeout right now. <laughs> yeah. You ever do the turnaround? Like, when, you know, you got, you know, you, you've had teams where you didn't have much depth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember times, like, you know, you, you turn around, you want to look on the bench, like, who can I get in the game right now? I need somebody. Yeah. I need a spark. I got that look yeah, all do, the time do, as a do, player. You do. <laughs> Well, see, I've got a question. I'm the only one sitting here that's never coached anything. My godfather, Brian Hoosman, coached at Littlefield for a long time. Awesome. And whenever you would hear him give an interview, I used to tell Kendra, I was like, I don't, do they, is that the last class you take yeah. in kinesiology, whatever, is coach speak? Yeah, coach speak. It's crazy. You learn it? how to give yeah. the interview, like. Yeah. My dad, my dad used to do, like, the, break the huddle. Like, it was just, you know, um, I, I can remember, or even coaches that I've, had you know coached me and even i found myself doing it's like all right boys bring it in 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 here we go here we go all right we're, we're playing the uh we're playing a little for wildcats this week all right wildcat beat on three one two three wildcat beat you know <laughs> i mean and in the interviews you're right and it, it's cliche central yeah so yeah i don't think they ever been my dad though that would not have been it probably wouldn't have been good but so but tell you let's talk about okay you played you were a great athlete Oh, uh, I mean, dude, I've I played with I played with some pretty good athletes. Yeah, you're pretty good yourself, I think. So, I mean, it's all, it's all relative, man. <laughs> Still, I mean, it's one A, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one A. I, I set the bench on a four A team, so yeah, hey, you know what's the difference? <laughs> a lot. I oh, one think. thing I didn't mention while we was you know, thinking was about this. What? Talk about notable 
let's say alumni, notable, notable people. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to think how to say this. Um, first head coaching get well. I don't know if he still has the, the. I don't know if he's the the leader in wins anymore. Anyways, mm-hmm. Gordon Wood. Yeah. Gordon Wood. Brownwood, right? Didn't he coach it? Yeah. Brownwood. Yeah. For long. One yeah. of few titles. Coach. Yeah. First head coaching job. Was rule, huh? Rural, rural Texas. Damn, what's the mascot of rule? Bobcats. The Bobcats. Yep. And and, and uh, former uh, Windlers of Tide guest, Zach Kitley, uh, offensive coordinator over here at Tech. His dad is from, I mean, we talked about that, from Rule. And so so I kind of laid the groundwork here, kind of get you guys the, you guys listening to understand who I'm who I'm talking to today. <laughs> I mean, Tully, uh, you have a big family? Yeah. Uh, yeah, somewhat. I mean... I mean, brothers and sisters there. Uh, oh, oh. I got a brother and sister. Yeah, they all play, They all went there too. Yeah. Same shit. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like we're, we we were legacy by the time we came around. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, yeah, we were third third generation rule bobcats. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I just you have a I, I, both of you guys have an interesting relationship with the game of basketball, and I just it's crazy because. Um, and I don't know how this. I'm going to get into. I'm going to ask you this, Trampus. But Trampus is a diehard. I mean, he just he loves the Knicks, which I don't know how. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Tell you played, you coached basketball, mm-hmm. and you're still one of the few guys I talk to that watches the NBA religiously. Yes. I mean, I have other friends that watch the. I, Trampus and I were talking before you got here. I was like, dude, I watch it when the playoffs start, and I kind of have it on when you came in here tonight. But I mean, I don't watch. Hardly any regular season games. I watched the NBA on TNT. I watched the pregame show. Yep. <laughs> I like that. But um, what? What? I mean, to stay with you, Tully. Like what? What? You just love it. You love it that much, huh? Here's the thing. So yeah. I think you know. I hear a lot of people say that. Like I'd rather watch college basketball. You know, and, and of course everybody has their reasons they don't want to watch the NBA. But for me, it's pretty simple. Like. I don't want to sound like a snob here, Do it. but hey, this is—it's the Windows of Top podcast. Yeah, dude. You can sound like whatever you, whatever the hell you I, want to I sound think, like. I think you have to be able to appreciate the skill in the NBA game in yeah. order to be able to watch it. You mm-hmm. know, not in, not out. Because yeah. I, I hear some people that are—I uh, don't want to. What do the young kids say? Casual. Like I don't want to sound like you know those yeah. people are casuals, but they are because um, you know they, they they see it as well. They're not playing any defense. Which okay. Hey, listen. That that's there's some truth to that. Okay, you know it's a long season. Uh-huh. And they've tried to turn back. Right. You know, what are they trying to take to seventy two games? I think what, that's what, been what, on the. Oh, are they going to do that? Did they already do that? I think they're they're, they're talking about. I don't it. like that. There's I, a I, I don't collecting like a bar- collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, that's yeah. Gonna trying, be so they're trying to shimmy deck. Okay, so yeah. Hey, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say they play, you know, playoff level defense every night. Right. But at the same time, the way the game is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how can you? You know, I mean, those guys, if you've ever been to a game. Oh, I've been to several NBA okay. games. Yeah. So, yeah. and I think when you go to the games, it, it makes you appreciate it a little bit more. I mean, the amount of skill those guys have. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be sitting there watching, you know, the games, you know, at home on the couch. And I'll tell Amanda, of course, she watches a lot of games with me. She loves basketball. Yeah. But, um, you know, a guy will make a pass. And it looks so routine, Ty. I mean, yeah. you know, they're making a cross-court pass at 60 feet to the deep corner. You know, the guy's wide open. He's making it out of a double team. Yeah. Uh, that's that's incredibly pre- yeah. hard. Yeah. That's, that, know, that's that, that they're talking about the appreciation for the skill. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's, I think that's why I watch it. And, and, and not nothing against the college game. I mean, I watch plenty of college basketball too, for but sure. yeah. those guys in the NBA, I mean, every guy on the floor is a shot maker. Yeah. Every single guy out there. That's I mean, great. Yeah. It's, it, 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 the, the talent level is ridiculous. And I, and I, man, 
I still uh, do. You think that's hurt the the game a little bit in maybe recent years? A little bit. I think it probably has. Yeah. As far as viewership, you know, it's 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 almost it's too easy because they're too good. I know my mom has always my mom has always said like ever since ever since I was in like in high school, they're just too tall. Everybody, it's just too <laughs> tall, and I'm like, well, what are you going to do? I mean, let me tell you right now at, at MTV's Rock and Jock, they had the uh, 50 point basket or whatever it was that was 20 feet high. Well, we're not doing Gosh, that. Okay. Rock, rock and Jock. Haven't thought about that in a long time. Hey, Slam Ball's coming back. <laughs> oh, slam Ball. Yeah, baby. I, man, dude, I watched about I watched about three weeks in a row of Slam Ball. That's about all I needed back in whenever that was, like the early, early 2000s. 2000s yeah. yeah. That was crazy shit, though. I would be interested to see the viewership ratings. Like, I don't ever For, really look at that stuff, the NBA. But uh, it, it's, it, it's wildly popular. Compared to, let's say, compared to the 90s, like, which I guess probably in a lot of people's estimation, that's that's peak NBA. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, you had had Jordan and Magic and and, and Bird. I mean, and then, you know, really good players, really good teams. There was this guy named Patrick Ewing. There was a guy named Patrick Ewing, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're getting to that. But, 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 I mean, so I'll look at it as, you know, that that was probably the peak of its popularity. Mm -hmm. And that's when Stern kind of started to, you know, take the game global, make it, you know, became a big international thing. Um, but you know, on that, the brand of basketball that they were playing in the nineties to me is not as, I mean, I think they play a far more entertaining brand of basketball today. That's interesting. But uh, yeah, I see but I would I would argue that viewership's probably down. I don't know that. I mean, no, we could look well, it up. I, could, I, I, I mean, I I know a little bit about that. I'm not saying uh, I know a lot, but I just know that total viewership is down. But that's not because of the popularity of the game. It's because there's too much stuff you can watch now. Agreed, Back then, yeah. it was you know you had just a certain money. There was no Netflix and nothing like that. You could just. You know, that we was it. We didn't have cable in Nazareth. We only got <laughs> NBA on NBC. So, Which, by the way, NBC is—I uh, don't know if they've already agreed on a deal, but they're about to get the, some of the broadcasting rights back for the NBA. Oh, really? Have you seen that? So, like, we're about to have the NBA on NBC again. Remember the remember the their motto? It wasn't NBC, but it was NBA. Remember what they used to do back then? NBA. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Like Chevy Cher- Chase, yeah. all the Cher- Cheryl Teagues and Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. It's just like, <laughs> NBA action yeah. is fantastic. That's it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And dude, it was it was a must see TV. What was that show on Saturday? Uh, Inside Inside stuff. Inside stuff, man, with, with the mod shot, dude. That I mean, that dude still looks great. Have you I seen know, him? man. He is. He's a dude. Ace Minnesota Wonder, Minnesota Viking, baby. So. Oh, I forget that. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, it, but it's just that that was. That, if I missed that, on, I was pissed. I but, mean, you I, know, I wanted to watch that show. That bad. was, you know, 89 through 95, right? Uh-huh. I mean, it just exploded. Mm-hmm. You know, the 92 Olympics was right in the middle of it. Yeah, and that was huge. Like, basketball training cards were that everywhere. Yep. I mean, the NBA was I mean, All those cards are worth nothing except for that one, that Jordan one. <laughs> but, uh, that was a Fleer. Yeah, the Fleer one. Yeah, Sorry. man, Zach Buchanan used to have that, and I was so jealous of him. Uh, I think he still does have it, but it was in terrible condition, though. But anyway, but so I, I, I'm with you. I, the style of play back then was totally different, and I think because that's what I grew up on is why I have a hard time watching a full game now. And but I do agree. I think the skill level with the players that play now is tenfold. From the guys that played back then. I mean, it was just a rough. I mean, and I, I love the Pistons. I was a big Pistons fan. Like I had posters all over my, all over my room. I had 
every one of those guys. I loved Joe Dumars. I loved Isaiah Thomas. And I loved, you know, Dennis Rodman and, and Benny Johnson and Bill Embeer and James Edwards. I mean, I could go on and on. And Rick Mullen. Spider Sally. And Spider John Sally. Yeah, exactly. I loved that team. And, I mean, uh, as a matter of fact, I've got, I, I've got the... I don't, know, I don't know where it is. I'll have to find it in a second. But I got the Isaiah Thomas's book he wrote after oh, they won. Gosh. I know. And then Jamie Berryhill, my friend Jamie Berryhill lived across the street from me. <laughs> he loved the Pistons too. And he studied so hard how to uh, sign Isaiah Thomas's name and he autographed it for me. It looks just like Isaiah Thomas's. <laughs> <Hell yes. laughs> I think it's like somewhere right here. I gotta get it. But, uh, that, but man, I, I did grow up on that rough style of play real rugged it wasn't as fluid but then you had guys that like jordan and you know guys that could that were that could play like guys that play today and you saw how good they were i mean you really could see it i mean just i don't know i don't know if that makes any sense but i don't think that was a lot of the leagues doing though you know of course you were talking back during the time of illegal defense yeah so mm-hmm. it, it depends you can't compare the eras because you know they talked about the 73 win warriors against the 96 bulls who's going to win yeah well what set of rules are you playing by? Yeah, that's true. It's very true because illegal defenses. I mean, yeah, and then I mean, golly, yeah. See, do y'all remember the illegal clocks. defense rules? Though? Yeah, that was crazy. Like, I mean, how how it worked though, like how it was written. It's like basically it it, it discouraged help defense. Uh-huh. It's like you either had to be hugged up to your man. Yeah, you know, you know. Say, so say like the ball's over on the wing, yeah. right? Yeah, and Jordan is posting up Stockton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's I you think that's to... they they encourage post play that way because yeah. you had to either you either a had to double somebody. Yeah, or you know yeah. you had to stay hugged to your man. Yeah, and it was like it, I mean they they were like no no zone zone no zone defense. Yeah, and, I mean, then, and, and that's not really what even they weren't even playing zone. But you know I, when I coached basketball, which I coached junior high basketball for two years. Okay, so let's. I mean, I'm no, I'm no uh, Chuck Daly. Okay, so, <laughs> but uh, you know, Coach McFerrin back then at the head coach attorney. I mean, it was it was drilled into your head midline defense, midline defense, midline defense, midline, and that is that's illegal defense in the NBA. Then I mean, that's if that ball's on the other side of the court and and your man is on the other, you go to the you draw a line around the middle of the court and you get on that midline. Well, they and, didn't and, want you to be able to to throw bodies at you know. Superstars, you know, so yeah, like that's, Jordan, yeah. Jordan takes off, they don't want you to be able to swarm him. Yeah, you and know, I, and I get that. Yeah, I do get for it. sure. Although you could murder him once he drove the lane, <laughs> the Pistons and did, maybe and not even be ejected. And the Knicks did too. You're exactly right. S- side note, yeah, real quick. Mm-hmm. Nick Farron, best defensive coach Dude. at the high school level that I've been around. And there's some good ones. I know sure. some Danny Henderson. Um, I think Jason Pillion and Emerald House is great, but McFerrin, dude, oh, I used to see, I used to steal so much from him. Yeah, I, I, I mean, so I, good. I, I was I tried to soak it all up, and I couldn't even soak it all up. His his knowledge and his defense, like it was just, and the way he drilled them in practice, and the way that, that and those guys were when he was at Trinity, then they were they were freaking good, and they would beat teams that they shouldn't beat all 100%, the time. 100%. And that that was just that they, their defense was nuts, and then it was they brought the running lines back because they were on the run. And if you caught the, I remember him getting mad at a couple of point guards in games. If after a made basket, let's say that he make a basket, if you threw it in and you just caught it standing still, the guy that's bringing the ball down, no, 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 no. You would be on the run. You catch that ball on the, the run. Running lines. That's right. That's what I call that. Yeah. Can I, can, I tell him, can I tell a story real quick? For sure. I'll, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell on myself here. Yeah. So when I was coaching at Friendship, so I ran our defense. So this is 14, 15, 15, 16. Um, of course, our district. That was Friendship's first year in 6A, 14-15, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we, we get put in a district with Amarillo High, 
Coronado, Tascosa, Monterey. It's a five-team district. Yeah. And, like, That's it's tough. our first year in there. And, 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 you know, of course, we had some kids, like, you know, those kids have been well-coached under Jason Deere, right? I mean, I mean, sure. yeah. Jason did a great job with yeah. them. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit here and say that we had the most talented bunch by any means but the kids that they were smart they worked hard and you know they, they, they would do what you asked them to do but so we're going to that district right mm-hmm. Emerald High is coming off they jumped up to 6 that year too so mm-hmm. they're coming off a state tournament appearance yeah with Jason Pitt I mean, they're, they're loaded yeah I mean yes. they're like 6'9 6'6 6'6 yeah unbelievable Tascosa's got a kid uh, Darius Brown Quinn Taylor mm-hmm. Quinn Taylor went and played somewhere D1 mid yeah. major yeah uh, Coronado obviously at the time yeah Jarrett Culver <laughs> he wasn't good. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Who's that guy? Yeah. So, anyways, so we're going into it. I'm like, dude, I got my hands full. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm you, you gotta, you gotta, that, yeah, I'm that, in charge that, of the defense. That's it's, a, what's called, uh, you need to buy stock and antacids. Oh uh, my gosh. That'll give you a stomach ache yeah, at night. So yeah. So I start watching film and I'm like, and, and, and Paul Page at Friendship, I mean, he gave me, Love I wouldn't him, say dude. like full autonomy, but close to full autonomy on yeah. how we're going to play our defense. You know, that's we discuss things. That's a son. That's a good coach. Did that's a good head oh, coach. Yeah. If he does which, that, which is, you know, I'm sitting there yeah. thinking like, man, why is Paul giving me all this responsibility? <laughs> <laughs> like, he really trusts me. But he was like, yeah, I don't want to guard those. I don't want to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, I start breaking down the film, and I'm like watching these cats, and I'm watching Jared Culver. Yeah. I'm like, dude, these guys are the real deal. Yeah. Like, I mean. Yeah. We're not. We can't. We can't stop them. We can't stay in front of them. Of yeah. course, they had Randy Dean at the time, still coaching yeah. before he retired. Yeah. And he was of course, he's yeah. Yeah, panhandle legend. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, I'm, I'm sitting there and, I, and I've watched I don't know eight, nine films, man. I mean, I've just been beating my head against the wall, like trying to figure out what we're going to do. So they're playing in the Caprock that year. So they get Trinity at Lubbock Cooper. And I would tell everybody the Caprock tournament is at one point in time. It might still they can still qualify but it's a tournament that's here in lubbock and it's been going on since the 60s i think at least and it's it's kind as the largest high school basketball tournament in the world i think a high school basketball tournament i, I don't know if it's, it's still that way but it's still it's still and it's the, it's here in town it's like the a big deal oh yeah i mean to win the cap tournament but teams come in from all over i mean to play in it i mean week after christmas right yep it's like usually between christmas and new year's yep They've done a good job recently, like to getting teams on the Metroplex. Teams with yeah, flying for stuff. sure. Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I just want to let oh, I want to set that landscape for people. So they're playing. Uh, Coronado is playing Trinity at Lubbock Cooper. So I'm like, you know what? And I'd watched some of Trinity's film that year, and I really liked what McFerrin was doing defensively. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I want to go watch them play Coronado mm-hmm. because I knew we probably wanted to be able to get that film because yeah. it's two local teams, you know. Yeah. So. I go and I sit down and I'm watching it and I mean I've got a notepad out and I fill that thing up like two or three pages like how they're guarding every action like yeah. okay what, what they do with the flexion because Dean ran some good stuff yeah. he ran kind of a Princeton style like I think yeah. he called it Mustang yeah but flare screens back screens yeah. like lots of good action and he had good players so like I'm like okay what are Trinity do with the flex screen what do they do with the down screen how they play this how they play the flare and I'm writing it all down mm-hmm. and I basically took now i you know i had a pretty good idea for what they were going to do like hit a lot of calls like a lot of you yeah. know hand signals and stuff like yeah. chin nose two down two up right um but anyways i took all that and i took it back with me and i'm like you know what screw it like because coronado was obviously more talented than trinity but trinity beat him yeah you know held yeah. him like 50 maybe yeah crazy i know it is that's dead or not but anyways it, long story short like i stole everything it's like i'm telling on myself but like i took whatever mcferrin did i'm like i'm doing that but that's and we, we go to their that, place and we beat them that's called at, good coaching at coronado yeah see there you go went on like a 22 to 2 run yeah 
I don't know if you remember those friendship kids. You remember like Colin Houghton, Calvin Stewart? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I remember them for like sure. Not the most. Yeah, not the. It's not. It's not a group of kids. You go, talented. all right, man. Yeah, but like not. those suckers could take a scouting report. Yeah, and, and, and they could do it. They could put the paper to the court. Yeah, you know, they could take it from the from the chopboard to the court. Anyway, shout out Jeremy McFerrin. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, I mean, unbelievable. Man. Sorry, that, that, I didn't mean no, to get no, off track. Just, but yeah, I mean that guy was. I coached him in a summer league game in Oklahoma State team camp. I worked there at Oklahoma State. It was just, I mean. He just looked at me before the camp started, and he goes, "Hey, man, uh, you just make sure you're in charge of morale." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I can do that. <laughs> you gotta have that guy." Yeah. Uh, okay, I can do that. Uh, yeah. You don't want me to drop any place? No, I don't need you to do that. So, but uh, <laughs> Trampus, New York Knicks. How does a guy from Nazareth, Texas, love the Knicks? Just. Please well, give me the origin story. I'm on that. very similar to you. My first favorite player ever was Isaiah Thomas, just because he was the little dude. I, yeah, I guess I don't. Yeah. I wasn't a huge Bad Boys fan because by the time they were winning, I was a Knicks fan. Yeah, I remember this monster that played in the Big East, <laughs> and Georgetown was the shit. Yes, they were man. They were crazy. Yeah, they. It was. Late 80s, mid 80s, mm-hmm. Big East basketball yeah. is the greatest era of college basketball in the history of basketball, in my yeah, opinion. It was, I, I can say this for a fact because one of my really good friends, Jeremy Inlow, he loves Syracuse. And the Big East tournament was, you, you, that was almost as, you wanted to sit down and watch that as a fan as much as you watched the NCAA tournament. That they Big did East a 30 for 30 on the, on oh, the they, Big East tournament. They Re- did? Re- Re- Requiem for a. Yeah, I remember. I did just watch that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, so, it was really good. Yeah. And all the coaches my, were huge, like, overboard characters, you yeah. know? Just It was just... <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, Patrick Ewing, he he was just, like, on another level of dominant. Yeah. And, you know? What, what, did, I mean, why? But it's... To me, I never know... Other than, like, Shaq, people were fans of big dudes. I mean, I was always a fan of the small dudes. So, how did you... What, why, what, what happened there? Well, I grew... <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I, I, you know. Yeah, you're tall, dude. How tall are you? I, you know, I don't know. Um, all every, everyone was a Jordan fan for sure. Yeah, that's me. I mean, and I, I mean, in your heart, you kind of were. But you're oh yeah, like, everybody but, was out in the backyard trying to be MJ on the adjustable sure. goal. Damn right, you were. I was but doing the same. By the thing, time man. I was an eighth grader, I had two favorite players: Patrick Ewing and Rex Chapman. They're two totally separate dudes, but. Yeah, I mean, I've been a Knicks fan since 89, yeah. and yeah. I've gotten kicked in the nuts by the Chicago Bulls about 16 times, yep. you know? Golly, man. And, but and it's <laughs> you just like Patrick Ewing, yeah? I think, isn't he, uh, isn't he set the Guinness Book of World Records for most sweat? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's actually a thing. But Somewhere right now, Patrick Ewing is really sweaty. sweaty. Yeah, I'm no sure, about yeah. It. It's yeah, dripping down his nose, yeah. I mean, dude, that guy was crazy, man. He was, he was really... He was talent. I mean, he was awesome. You know, if you think about it, and it, and that the fact that he didn't even didn't he grow up like in the Virgin Islands or something? And he didn't uh, Jamaica, even, Kingston, Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah, he didn't yeah. play hardly Never basketball. Never played basketball till he's like a Dude, freshman in high school. That is nuts to be that good. I mean, to be that in control of your body and coordinated to be and, that tall. You know, at Georgetown, he was a shot blocker. Yeah, he had a few post moves, but. Yeah. By the time he was in his prime, he was the greatest jump shooting center that ever yeah. played basketball until Akeem Olajuwon, probably. He was a better shooter, like than a true team. center. Yeah, a true yeah. center that could step out and hit a twenty-five footer. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Bill Lambier could do that too, though. <laughs> like, 
You know, Bill Lambeer was jacking up threes way before dirt came on you the scene. Damn right he was, boy. And we're gonna get that. That that gets a perfect transition. Tully loves, loves the Mavericks, right? Always, and, always. And I mean, and I and I get that because you're from. And I just, I, it's funny. I secretly root for the Mavericks still to this day. But I mean, I don't know. I, I just, but you just because they're from Dallas, Texas team, right? Well, you know, we lived in Dallas for a little while. Oh yeah, my mom. Uh, yeah, I was born in Abilene, and my mom took a coaching job. She was the head girls track coach at Allen back in the early 90s. So we were up there when I kind of started, you know, started watching sports, which was a great time to be in the Metroplex. Yeah. You had the Cowboys, you know, kind of in their – Yeah, in their heyday. We were there in 91 I to them, 94. I called, them, I called them the Cocaine Cowboys. The yeah. Cocaine Cowboys. So you yeah. had a cousin there that played with Jimmy King? Yes, so my cousin Michigan? played at Pesh. They played at Michigan, right? Part yeah. of the top five. Yep. Yeah. That's so my he, cousin, he, actually. He, <laughs> he played, he played. <laughs> yeah, he played at Pesh with Jimmy Keene. And uh, they were in a district with Greg Ostertag at Duncanville. Damn, okay. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I was at one of those games. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it mm-hmm. very well, but I know my dad and I went yeah. uh, to watch them. But, yeah, there was. But, but so Metroplex guy, so the Mavericks were. I mean, yeah, that's, Mavericks, and, and, Rangers. And, 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 it makes a lot of sense, and I get it. And, I mean, I'm, I'm you know, and I'm weird. I'm a Vikings and, and the, a Cardinals and the other fan. Team. And, well, uh, oh, the, the Houston Cowboys. Rock, that, oh, the that Cow- other Metroplex team. Oh, yeah. The Stars. <laughs> no, I don't. But yeah, so you got the Cowboys too? Oh, yeah. Oh, big Cowboys guy? Yep. Yeah. All the way. DFW yeah. all the way. Who did they just draft last time? I don't even know who that guy was. I mean, oh, man. hey, you know what? Uh, I trust him. He's probably hey, pretty good, though. Will, Will McClay's got a pretty good pretty good hit rate. Yeah. Since he's the, you know, shadow GM. Yeah. There you go. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I mean, I did not want to. Get on the football, but it's yeah, and I, let's I'm, go back I'm, to the men. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm weird like that. I like the you know, I, people know that listen to the show. I love the Cardinals and I love the Vikings, and and then you know, growing up, I love the Pistons. And my favorite logo, NBA logo, is the obviously the Nuggets, this the old school the Nuggets, old nuggets. The, this, the city, the city, what do they call that? The skyline, the, yeah. the Kimbe Nuggets. Well, you had the you had the uh, skyline, the skyline, or did you have the Rockies well, in there? I think it's, it's, oh, it's both of yeah, both of them, right? Yeah, both yeah. Of them. yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the hat on, yeah. So there, there used to be this book, it's like the NBA encyclopedia and uh-huh. it had breakdowns of every players and it had the teams and their logos and then had, like the nuggets their team colors yeah exactly red white yellow blue orange purple green <laughs> you know, all, I know. it's, like, it's kind of like my life man it's just like throwing shit up against the wall i mean look at my my you could, i suck at a trap you can just look at my my cabinet my shelving it's just like dude somebody just threw up Ty King all over that thing and that's i love what it. it that's all the stuff that my wife wouldn't let me put up in the house <laughs> well see yeah I mean, don't get married. Kids. That's, that's what I'm saying, dude. I just I don't have any. Uh, but I mean, you know, it's just weird. I got a Darth Vader uh, figurine. I got a Ozzy Smith card. I got a Bahama Bucks thing. I got an Albert Pujols thing. I got a. I won a fantasy World Cup championship the, last year. I, I got all my swatches up there. I got pictures everywhere. Uh, I mean, it's just weird. I just got. It's just. But to me, it's like that's me in a in a in a, sh- in a shelving. You know, I got of- I got something you could add to that. I love that. Yeah, I always love that. So answer. big Cardinals fan, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, dude, let's I mean, not let's not go there. Okay, we're not. But what? What? Give it to whatever you got. So back when McGuire broke the home run record, uh-huh. my dad was big on like dad would always buy stuff that he thought like collectibles. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's gonna be worth something one day. Don't yeah. open it. You know. So <laughs> I had all this crap in my room like that. Like. Yeah. Could never touch, you know. Well, I had a McGuire bobblehead with like a gold-plated card, like with seventy-two on it. Yeah. And then I want to say I had some other McGuire memorabilia in there, but that really aged well. 
Yeah, you can have yeah. it. I'm pretty sure it's still at my mom's house. Like oh, still dude, in the I, box. Would, I would take it because my man Mark Youngblood, shout out Pick for Podcast. He, he gave me the Albert Pujols uh, bobblehead to put in there. So, so I don't, uh, I don't. I'm not a baseball fan. I love baseball movies. I don't watch. I don't mm-hmm. have the attention span to watch baseball in real time. But mm-hmm. my favorite base player, baseball player of all time, played for the Cardinals. Awesome. And you will not know who he was. Oh wait, no, no, let me guess. So. Uh, is it 80s or 90s, or is it later? It was probably early, early 70s. Oh, early 70s. Uh, okay. Mm, he made Bob a foray Gibson. into a totally different profession. He made what? A different sport altogether. Al Arborski? Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh, my God. <laughs> was a St. Louis Cardinal. I didn't know. What? Google that. How are you telling me that? I don't, how, how do I not know I was, that? I kept, I, I, know I that. kept that on file. I was wondering if you knew Ooh. that. Yeah, <laughs> how do I not know that? Really, blew out. Did he play for again? Like did he actually play in the big leagues? I don't think he ever made it. Had he was a, in the organization. Yeah, I mean, there's a he has a baseball card. Well, St. Louis Cardinals baseball card. He's my favorite wrestler. He now. would have fit in with all the other Roy users over there. Hey, sorry, that was in the seventies, dude. Sorry. Everybody was doing that. <laughs> actually, everybody was on Quaaludes and, and Speed, whatever it was. Just they were just taking straight up caffeine and, and, and a pill, but. Uh, yeah, that's good. Damn, Trampus, that's bringing that's bringing yeah. something to the table, dude. Okay. I watch a lot of old wrestling. Yeah, I'm a I'm a kid of the '80s. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Real quick, favorite favorite wrestler of all time? We got Trampus. I'm not a big wrestling guy, but I did watch it as a kid. Uh, there's two different eras. The, okay. The old school era, mm-hmm. Junkyard Dog. Okay, he was awesome. The new he- school era, Diamond Dallas Page. Okay. Okay. Before he before he was into the the you know yeah. the yoga, yeah, he is big into that shit now, isn't he? Uh, good for him, whatever. But yeah, I, I, I did. I tried yoga one time on Nintendo Wii, and I was like, I'm never doing that shit again. <laughs> you know where I got my name? What Tully? Oh hell yes. Yeah. Well, okay. I want to say like Trampus is one of the few people I've told this. Okay. Yeah. Now, 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 now I'm going to say it on a podcast. That's actually on my notes. Yes, I wanted to know because it's crazy y'all's names, and I wanted to. Damn, I'm sorry. I meant to lead off with that. How did how did you get the name Tully? Yes, I think Tully both right of our names were pretty like obvious where they came from. Well, no, I guess it's not obvious, but like no, it's not, I don't get it. So. Trampus. I mean, that, I, I don't tell me what Trampus' okay, name. Okay, no, sorry, you talk sorry. about yourself real quick. So, <laughs> hey, for years, like I remember, you know, kind of, you know, as a kid, you ask your parents, like, you know, how'd you come up with my name? You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a family name. What's what's the story behind my name? Yeah. And and I'm like, I want to say my parents are like, oh, you know, yeah, you know, your dad liked that name. Your dad liked that name. So we're sitting around one night. Like, my dad, he stayed up late. He's a night owl. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. I'm an early riser. But, like, when I was in high school and college, like, you know, you stay a little late and come home. My sure. dad was always up watching yeah. TV or whatever. Yeah. So, like, that's yeah. when we had our talks. So, like, we're sitting on the couch one night. And I don't even remember how it came up in conversation. But it was like, hey, Dad, you know, so, you know, Mom always said that you like the name Tully. Like, well, where'd you get it? You know? Yeah. And he's like, well... And he kind of hummed around a little bit, and he's like, <laughs> "There was this wrestler that I really like." I'm like, "Oh God, yeah, I wish I would have never known this story." Tully Blanchard, shut up! You ought to Google this guy sometime. Well, Rick Flair's right best friends, really? Really? Four Horsemen. Tully Blanchard. What was this? Did he have a nickname? I'm about he to wore tell like you. a business he, he, suit. Yeah, I'm well, about to tell you what. It wasn't Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Tully, Tully but, Blanchard, Narn Anderson. They were the Brain Busters, wow. but they were part of the Four Horsemen with Ric Flair all through the '80s, like in the AWA. Named after a wrestler. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me now. I just I mean, hope there's probably, somebody out there that like named their kid like Goldberg or something. Now that I look know? at you, it makes tons of sense. I mean, now that I know you and I know that name came from, I mean, dude, now I just I can picture you in in, in a in a speedo and, and just. <laughs> <you know. laughs> 
<laughs> and friends with Ric Flair. That's just. Uh, uh, I'm trying to see if he. I'm trying to see if he has a nickname. Yeah, he was part of the Four Horsemen and the Brain Busters. I did not expect uh, this podcast to go down the road of wrestling. I can <laughs> tell you that now. I did not plan on that. Yeah, there it I, is. And I love that my podcast goes off the rails pretty pretty quickly. Actually, <laughs> this one it's forty seven minutes in, and it's and it's gone to wrestling. And I'm like, damn it, dude. So uh, that's pretty, dude. That guy, yeah, I see. Oh. He went to West Texas State University. There you go. With the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. And with Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Also with Jerry King. My dad. Yeah. My dad my dad played it in this one the Sun Bowl with uh West Texas. <laughs> Wait, what year was your dad then? Nineteen sixty. He played running back from sixty whatever, like the mid sixties, late sixties, I think. So he played with Mercury Morris? Yes, he was the backup. And Dwayne Mercury. Thomas. Yes, he was the backup for Mercury. Holy Morris. shit. Yeah. My dad uh my dad had turned two kickoffs in the Sun Bowl. They beat Ohio fifteen to fourteen. Uh so, yeah. Mercury Morris. My mother played volleyball at WT and she talked about what a prick Mercury Morris really? was. <laughs> I don't remember dad. I don't I don't remember dad saying anything bad or good about him, but other than he was just really, really good. Yeah. That so. name comes up once a year. Does it? Every well, every time like when a team the in the NFL gets to like ten and zero or eleven and zero. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, like we gotta have that. some cut shots of Mercury Morris <laughs> in some interviews flashing his ring. What does he always say you're in the neighborhood. Don't yeah. don't call me until you're in the neighborhood. Is that what he always says? Until you're on my block. Until you're on my block. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's pretty funny. But uh, real quick, before I get to your name, Trampas, don't ever forget. Um, uh, my dad. So he, he he was friends with Terry Funk. They were they were like three years apart, but they became friends. They were in the same fraternity, and. Uh, when he started wrestling, he came here to the Fair Park Coliseum, and I think it was, I mean, you know, I don't even know if I was alive. I, if I was, I, I mean, I didn't go. But he ta- he met Terry before the match. Terry, you know, because Terry wanted to have beers with him before that. I mean, because Terry Funk put down, like, you know, a 12-pack before he went down <laughs> into, the, into the ring. And uh, he's talking to Dad and everything, and then he goes, right, King, where are, you, where are you sitting, King? Where are you sitting, King? And Dad told him. And so when Terry Funk came out, like when he came his walk out, I mean, he walked right over to my dad and picked him up and like lifted him up like Simba in, in, in the Lion King. I was like, yeah. Good. My dad goes, I've never been so scared in my life. I didn't know what he's going to do. So. Side note on Terry Funk. My brother-in-law, Larry, long time ago, was married to Terry Funk's daughter. So Terry Funk was his father-in-law. For, I don't know, three, four years, however long it lasted. Yeah. But John Ayers, Jolie Ayers' dad. Oh, yeah. Jolie Ayers? Dude, I used Him to hang Terry out with Jolie Funk, Ayers, man. She was fun. Apparently, they were best friends their whole life. Damn. And, you know, he died of cancer like in 94, 95. They had the, mm-hmm. the, the funeral in Canyon. Mm-hmm. And my brother-in-law, his claim to fame was sitting out at Terry Funk's ranch, sitting around a fire pit with Joe Montana, Ronnie Lott, Roger Craig. Shut up, man. That's crazy. Tina Turner. That's awesome. Dude, that's that's oof, that's really crazy. That's great. That's great story. See, I love that shit right here. That's what I'm talking about. And and my dad even told me a story one time. And it goes, uh, Terry Funk was a was a freshman, I think he said. He goes, and he had the bright idea. He goes, he went and laid out in the the courtyard of the of like the dorms at West Texas back then. I mean, everybody stayed in the dorms. He goes, he went. And, it was going to be burning hot that day, and he had one of the trainers get athletic tape. And tape a T and an F on each one of his ass cheeks, and he just Tanned laid out. He tapped, tapped. <laughs> and he goes, and you know what? There's not one person that was going to stop him. Like he was laying out butt naked, and there's not one person that was going to say, "Yeah, you can't do that." Oh, this, no, this, this is new. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right, Trampus, where did the name come from? Uh, I don't know if you get Nick at Night or the Grit Channel. You probably don't spend a lot of time watching <laughs> Nick uh, at Night, Gunsmoke, or anything. <laughs> 
But there was this Western television show back in the 60s called The Virginian. Mm-hmm. And Trampus was the... I don't know. From When I watch it, he's kind of like the broke dick hired hand that's always screwing up. Yeah. And they made a movie on the Virginian, and he's the bad guy who ends up taking a bullet for being a dumbass. But my dad was a... <laughs> but Did he have like a Louis L'Amour books beside his bed every time? My dad still reads Louis L'Amour. That's yeah. I still read them. There you yeah. go. My dad grew up... He got out of high school, and he, he tried to be a rodeo cowboy, rode saddle bronc, stuff like that, you know? So. See, damn, that's just Texas shit right there. I am such a girl. I mean, dude, I, I don't have... I'm such a wuss. I almost said something different. My dad was... I don't know. I, don't th- I, I doubt I lived up to my dad's expectations, because I was supposed to be a cowboy. Well... One weekend a year, Nazareth had the rodeo, mm-hmm. the Nazareth Rodeo and Wild West Show. So we weren't real cowboys. Wait, a minute, it was the it, wait. A minute, it wasn't just the rodeo; it was the Wild West show. Like people so were they, having like a gunfight. Well, and shit. they had I, I, Wild I, I, West events. I see. So they like, had the wild, the wild horse racing, the wild cow milking, the Saturday night <laughs> bath race. Have you ever seen a wild horse race, dude? It's no, is what it sounds like. It's pretty intense. A wild horse race? Tell me about that. I just, so they've got I, the, I they've got these wild mares who are like out on wheat pasture all year. They're not mustangs by any means, but they're right. wild horses. Yeah. They're, you know. And they go round them up once a year, and you've got like six, seven teams. You've got three guys per team. You've got a, an anchor who's on the end of like a 30-foot lead rope, a mugger, and a guy that's got the saddle. So yeah. they let all these horses out at one time, and it's fucking chaos. Yeah. And you got to get your horse stopped, and then one guy's got to anchor the rope. The other guy's got to run up the rope and mug this horse around the head. Shut. We're not talking about mugging cows here. Yeah. Mugging horses. And then the other and guy I'm, has yeah. got to get him saddled, jump on, <laughs> ride him from one end and back, unsaddle him. Why, why is that not on TV? Because I would watch the shit out of that, you know dude. What? They have it at, at, at Cheyenne. Oh, they do? Okay, well, there's, I mean, uh, I gotta watch. I gotta there's get... some Schulte boys from Nazareth that won the wild horse race at Cheyenne, you know, so. <laughs> it's not a lot of things people can sign up for. Yeah, it's not one of those things. Like, you gotta, you gotta but little, like I said, we, were, crazy, we weren't real cowboys. Like, we weren't cattle and stuff growing up, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've never been on a damn bull or anything. So, but once I mean, a year, we got to pretend to be cowboys. and That's funny, though, that I love that. I'm, I, don't know, I think my top two phobias in my entire life is horses. Like I, I'm, really? I'm, just, I'm scared to death of them. I, I love them. I think they're beautiful, and I'll bet on them. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to. I mean, when I used to cover tech sports at Channel Eleven, and I was on the sideline shooting the game and covering the game for Channel Eleven, NBC Channel Eleven here in Lubbock. And I would, I had my one eye open for that that <laughs> damn fucking horse that would run by. But I was like, I don't want to be anywhere near that thing. You gotta so, be scared of cows. Are a lot dumber. I, and it's funny. I'm not really that scared of cows, but. Dude, horses is crazy. But all right, so so you named it for this guy from uh, uh, on, the Virginia. On, on the Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> that's still, so I love it, man. I think it's the first time I met him. It was like, did you know? Yeah. I mean, did you know? Did you yeah, remember well, that guy? From- man, my dad watched westerns every day. See, like, ah, dude. Yeah, yeah, that stuck out. My dad was watching Johnny Carson. You know. <laughs> And so, well, don't get me wrong. Dad watched Cheers. I fell asleep watching <laughs> Sam Malone every night. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's great. So, Trampus and Tully, I love it, dude. Okay, we've got a little background information. I'm going to get into some shit. Oh, and uh, we're going to get into some conversations here. We're almost an hour in, and I don't care how long. I, when people, I say this all the time, I, I harp on it. What? I'm ready to keep going. Okay, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I, so I harp on it all the time. Like, people are like, oh, that, that, was, that episode was so long. And I'm like, dude. 
It's not like Nick at night. You, it's not like you miss it. You can you can pause it and listen to the rest of it whenever you want. You can listen to it in fifty different pieces. I don't care. So, but uh, uh, like the Tyler Lyons when he was on, you know, former Friendship Tiger, former St. Louis Cardinal. Shout out to he's got his uh, a jersey up there. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, it was uh, almost four hours. <laughs> so, I mean, dude, it's like I didn't care. I, I did it for my own. Uh, mental health but as you guys know in, in, in every uh, uh, episode I don't know if you guys know but I do this every episode and it's time and that sound means one thing and one thing only and folks you know what it means it means tied down tied down is a little game I play with my guests that are come on to the show and it's uh, just a little game show and what it is it's just questions they're random trivia questions I'm gonna have a bit more basketball themed here today for you guys when I have two people on I do a versus I do a heads up and so it'll be best of five. Uh, some of the questions may be opinion, and what the the answer I'll tell you if the answer is right or not. So uh, you know, Sweet. yeah, that's the, I mean that's just how it is. So uh, it's it's modeled loosely after Craig Kilborn's five questions, you know, <laughs> when he was on late night. So and I loved him. Uh, so it's based off of that. Um, let me see. Uh, uh, Tully, when's your birthday? The second month. January. Okay, then you're gonna go first. I was saying the first. When is yours? August. Okay, yeah. So, Tully, you're going to go first. What, what's going to happen is, all right, I'm going to ask, I've got these questions right here that I've written down. I usually ask all questions that I know the answer to. Uh, on this one, I had, to, I, had to, I had to look up some. So, Oh, man. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, it could be a, a range of topics. Uh, who knows? Okay, but this one is more um, basketball-focused. Now, if I ask you a question that has more than one answer, let's say, I need, say name three of this. If you can, and I'm going to give you a certain amount of time, and I will time it. Uh, if you can't get them all, the other person has a chance to steal. And we're Got just going to go alternate, and, and it's first one to, to three, you know, best of five, right? We're not in the we're not in the Western Conference Finals or anything like that. We're <laughs> this is the, you know. so uh, let me get my clock pulled up. Tully, you're going to go first. Are you ready to be tied down? Sure. All right. Let's do Double it. Tully and Trampish, you're both tied down. Here we go. Uh, let's see. let me get my stopwatch on. All right, number one. Tully, what country is Drazen Petrovic from? Man. The great New Jersey Net three point bomber. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yes. Bosnia. That's incorrect. Trampas, you can steal it. Serbia. That's incorrect. Both of you are wrong. Great. Czech I don't have Slovakia. enough questions. I'll, I'll go over I the... Thought, I thought it was a trick question. No. Is it the same Bosnia place uh, Vlade's from? No. They were. They, they did the 30-30 for 30 on they them? Did, they yeah. did. They did. The body's from Serbia. Yeah, and that, that they hated each other. Uh, okay, I, I usually go over the answers after it's over, but this is a different situation. And so he's from Croatia. Croatia. Yeah. Okay, t- uh, Trampas. Here you go. Um, now I wrote down two, and these are is their opinion. Is there, so if if you answer either one of them, I'll, I'll give you credit. Okay. Uh, what's the greatest basketball movie of all time? <clears throat> you can you name whatever whatever you think, but I, there's two that are uh, to me that are the and then that's all that matters. Is that I'm the, I'm the well, judge of this. The right answer is Hoosiers, but I, I, I'm gonna know what your final answer is. My absolute final answer is Hoosiers. If okay. there's a second right answer, mm-hmm. no, you don't get to it. You get to it. Okay, it's that, Hoosiers. That, that's incorrect. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Oh. Yeah, it's incorrect. Yeah. What? 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 What's, well, so now you know that you can't answer Hoosiers. Even though I'm you glad like, Trampus went first. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. yeah. If you say he got game, I'm gonna no. And it's not Juana Man either. So. <laughs> I thought say, how serious of a question is this? Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, okay. We're, we're off to a, a really good start here, guys. I don't have enough questions. Documentary count? Uh, don't, no, don't, no. Okay. No. Well, staying away from Hoop Dreams then. Hoop Dreams, yeah. No, that was good. That's I went good. I took a girl to a date on a first date to see Hoop, Hoop Dreams, Dreams in the theater. Oh, God. In the theater, That's dude. That's a long watch. Dude, and I was like, That's I didn't rough. realize. depressing. I didn't realize what was going on. <laughs> like, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. I was like, damn it, dude. So. Uh... What's the what was the uh, Tupac basketball movie? What was uh, above no. the rim? I'm not going above the rim. Um, let's see, man. I'm trying to see what I can peg you for. Uh, the fish that saved Philadelphia. <laughs> Say it again. The fish that saved no, Philadelphia. No, come yeah, on. I'm, I'm totally just trying to get way that, off in the weeds I know, here. I got you, but because got, Hoosiers wasn't yeah, it? No, it, it is a little way off in the weeds. Uh, but there's two answers that are correct, and it's blue chips and white men can't jump. That's Ooh. it. So, yep. Man, wow, we. <laughs> I went with the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh. You Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah, there we go. It was a, it was a you probably should have. You probably, you probably should have went with Juana Man. Is that your favorite? <laughs> is your favorite rap album Kazam? The soundtrack no, to Kazam? No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> that, I can't argue with either good. one of those. Blue chips, dude. Uh, I took a, uh, I, I, I took a couple of acting classes in college at Tech, and uh, one of them had to do a monologue from a movie, and you had to memorize it. And dude, I did the Nick Nolte speech Nick from, Nolte. from, oh my from gosh. Blue Chips. <laughs> and the, the people in the class were like, what in the fuck is he doing? Like, and the teacher was like, that's you just nailed it. Whatever he just did, he goes, that's what you guys need to do, but probably from a better movie. That's what the teacher said. <laughs> hey, just think about this, put it in modern context. He'd be a national champion. No doubt, no doubt about it, man. Yeah, the best players money can buy. That yeah. is his famous yeah. line. All right. he, he, he would have he thrived in the yeah. NIL world. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, number three. God, I'm looking for a right answer here. All right. <laughs> it's me, to me. Uh, it's your turn. Tell, okay. tell yeah. you're up. True up. All right. Who won the NCAA tournament in 2018? God, Bill and that went to him. That is correct. Wow. You're on the board. <laughs> no, but. Trampus, who won the NCAA championship this year? No, that's not a question, but <laughs> I blinked. <laughs> I know, I know. Dude, I had to. I was like, dude, I had to think about it for a second. But it was weird that we're talking about it tonight. I, I was like, sorry, no. But I mean, hell, I don't. I, mean, I didn't know you're, we were going to talk about Divincenzo or whatever the hell his name is. Who, like, who did they beat that year in the finals? I don't know, but they went thirty. I wrote down their record thirty. Uh, they were thirty-six and four. They were pretty damn good. I just know they knocked us out in the Elite Eight. Yeah, that's all I remember. Okay. I didn't plan on Trampus getting this question. I didn't, I didn't know how the order was going to go, but this is random. Uh, Trampus, this is actually a factual question, so hopefully you get on the board here. Oh, God, you better. If you, you will never go back to Nazareth Yikes. again. You will never go back to Nazareth again. What's the, what is the capital of Germany? Got to be Berlin, right? You got it right. Okay, good God Almighty. I didn't want to. Wurzburg. My grandpa Deuster house would have been rolling over in <laughs> yeah, his grave. I was like, dude, I don't want to put you on the spot like that. All right, it's one to one. Good God. I mean, we may have to go to like random off the top of my head here in a minute. All right, no, right Tully, one to one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, what is the official brand? What brand of basketball does the NBA use right now? Well, I want to say Spalding. 
but I know the NCAA has been Wilson. I think they went back to Wilson this year. Spalding. That's incorrect. Trampus. Gosh, no. Switched it up. That's a good question, Todd. Thank you. Because that was the obvious answer. If it's not Wilson, what was them hard-ass basketballs we played at in high school? Mikasa? Oh, <laughs> that was PE basketball? <laughs> the dodgeball basketballs? <laughs> you can always get like a, that random generic rubber one at, like, uh, at, at Albertsons that was signed by like, uh, oh, I don't know. Somebody stupid, you know, it's like Sarunis Marshallonis, you know, <laughs> autograph on there or something like that. Man, Wilson's all I got. You, uh, you got it. Wilson. Uh, when did that switch? This year? At, at 20, in 2020 and 2021 was the last year for Spalding. Gosh. They still do make the basketball uh, backboards and rims. But wow. they could not lost come to an the agreement. ball contract. Yeah, they did. They lost the ball contract. Shit, Wilson. with the Wilson. I uh, know. Uh, what is that, Trampas? That's, that's two for you. Okay. Two to Damn. one. And, and, and you're up. You could win it here. You could win it. This is a tough question, though. And it's a timed question. So are you ready? And I'm going to give you 25 seconds. What's the shot clock? 24. I'm going to give you 24 seconds. Uh, Trampas. And there's three. You got to answer three. If you don't get all three, it's not correct. And you can switch to tell you, well, you get a chance to steal, but you have to get a different three. You understand? Cool. All right. Good. All right. There are 133 NCAA football teams, which is um, pretty close to basketball, too, at the FBS level. Um, I need three in 25 seconds that our mascot does not end in S. Oh, wow. Tulane? That's one. Mm-hmm. Utah? Nope. Uh, you can say as many as you want in the 25 seconds, but you got, you got 12 seconds left. Syracuse? That's two. Dude, no. Three. I'm you got those two. two. It's really good. One. <sighs> it's over. You got two. That's pretty, I mean, that was I, good. I, I may give you credit on but all right, you got a chance to get three, but you got, 25, you got 24 seconds. Oh, but I can't. You I thought I was getting a different question. No, no. Same gotcha. question. You got to get, but you got to oh, get but three I, different the orange. You, you, no, you can't do that. Yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, hold on. I, I got to think about what he took. Tulane. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what he took. I'll, he took Tulane, the green wave. Yeah. And he took Syracuse, the Syracuse orange. Yeah. Which even went to Syracuse orange, orange and it could have been. Yeah. It, it, either way, it would have worked. So uh, I'm going to start your question. I'll start the timer. 24 seconds. Your shot clock starts now. Not off to a good start. How many no. are there? I don't know exactly. <laughs> I don't know exactly like how many, but there's there's quite a few. If you just there's probably twenty five. Oh my gosh, twenty. It's tough. Yeah, I've seen this question before. It's more more popular. Uh, quit selling. It's more popular in a pro basket. More popular in pro sports. It's a very good question at a bar to ask people. It is. Bar. I got nothing, Doc. You got nothing? I okay. got nothing. Nobody, I mean, I want to give like, Trampas a half a point just because he got two. Yeah, he shocked me good. that he got yeah. two that fast. Uh, some of the most popular ones are Alabama. Crimson Tide. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Illinois. The Illini. Yeah. Uh, Navy. Midshipmen. Midshipmen, yeah. Yep. Uh, Nevada is the Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Uh, North Carolina State is also a Wolfpack. Uh, Notre Dame. Irish. <laughs> That's the one that kills people. Um, let's see. A little closer to home, North Texas. Me and Green. Yep. Stanford. Cardinal. Yep. 
Syracuse, Tula, uh, Tulane, Tulsa. I was going to say Tulsa, but Tulsa is the golden. Yeah. Singular. Tulsa. Golden Hurricane. Oh, yes. see, okay, listen, hold on, time out. I thought about Tulsa because my bro- my brother's wife, uncle, so my, yeah, anyways, yeah. he was uh, Phil Montgomery. He's head coach up there. Oh, really? I thought about Tulane, I was like, or at Tulsa. I was like, oh, yeah. he was. He's OC at Auburn now. Best player to ever play at Tulsa, off the top of your head. I, I got one, but it's it's not Alabama. Tyler Smith, cowboy. Uh, no, I'm talking about basketball. Oh. Yeah. I got one in my mind. I just, I just know he was badass, and I really liked watching him play. But he didn't make, he didn't amount to much. I think he got in trouble with drugs. Give it to me. The Shea Seal, maybe. Seal. Yeah, S E A L. I think something like that. Anyway, wow, that doing off the road. Okay, Trampus. No, no, Tully, you're up. You've got one. God dang it! Now I'm down to like the. Oh god. Okay. Who's the best basketball player to ever play for Texas Tech University? This is a repeat question. Jason too. Sasser, final answer. That's incorrect. For is the it, win, is it? You guys, talk to that microphone, champ. I don't want you. To, I want to hear everything you say. At the risk of sounding stupid, do not do. Don't sound stupid. Cheryl Swoops. Okay, let me specify oh. because you that would be correct, but that's not what I was going after. Yeah, you, you'd be, yeah. and it's also not Renee Hannah, but or Julie Lake. But, so, uh, but greatest, uh, not my favorite men's yeah, player. The, I mean, and of course. It's up for debate, but not for me. It's not. I'm not going to. Oh, man. I had so much conviction in that. You did, dude. But Bubba you can't Jennings. Stop. Oh, is that your final answer? Or Stan Bonowitz. No. Okay. You got to go with one. Bubba Jennings. No. It's not, it, both of <laughs> those are incorrect. It's Andre Emmett. It's not even. It's not I won't argue with you on that. It's not even, not even close. Um, but, I, but I stand by. All right. Uh, Trampus. No. Are you up, Trampus? What city is the band Lucero from? Holy. We were just talking about Lucero the other we day. We were. My favorite. It's my favorite band. Like, other than Jodeci. It's been, I don't, the Jodeci, they're not considered a real band. They're like a singing group. But they had a better album named Diary of a Mad is Band. It, is I, it, I like, I like can I ask one question? Is, is it like really humid? Mm, I've only been there twice, and I don't remember it being humid, but I think it could be, yeah, for sure. I'm not going to get this. D- but, well, don't answer. You're not, you're yeah. not. Uh, well, I, don't, but, I don't know. I'm going to say uh, it's... it's Somewhere like in backwoods, Arkansas, mm, or Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're going down the right road, kind of a little bit on the. I do not want to get Des Moines, Iowa. No, it's uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, oh, Tennessee. I should have known with their gritty sound. Yeah, the Memphis yeah. band. I mean, I love my favorite. My favorite. One of my favorite things I ever did was I talked to Ben Nichols. So I've seen him in concert like eight times. And every time he comes to Lubbock, he would sit at the bar before the show, and he just sits there, and you can go talk to him. Because he, he, he had to smoke 75 cigarettes yeah, before the I show. I could do a perfect impersonation of him, too. I, 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 it was the second time I saw him in concert. And I was like, I go, Ben, can I just ask you a question? He goes, yeah, man, what's up? What, what, what do you got? Uh, what's going on, man? I go, what, you mean buy you a shot of Jameson? Yeah, that'll be good. Let's do that. Uh, I go, well, what's your question, man? I go, well, I don't, when I explain y'all's music, what, what, what do I say? Like, how do I explain what y'all's music is. Like, I don't know what to say. And he goes, it is rock and roll, man. That's all. It is rock and roll. <laughs> I was, went, okay. was, well, was this like the show in like 07-ish at Bash's 2 down in uh, the depot? That's the, and uh, no, but I was there at that one. And it was before that when I asked that question. Okay. But that one is, he still says in some interviews, you can, I mean, you got to go deep diving, but he says it's the worst concert they ever put on. Really? Ever. 
Really? Uh, Bashes too. Yeah, he he he, uh, he laid down on the stage. He got so drunk, he just laid down and started, he couldn't even remember the words. So he that was sounds like, like the best Jason Bowen concert dude, I I've ever been to. Like. <laughs> just like, and uh, oh, also, the, the when I asked him that question, no, the first time I saw him was at Jake's, in the back room here at Jake's. Oh, that'd be awesome. And uh, that's the first time I ever saw him. And, and credit to Zach uh, Buchanan, he's the one that got me into that. But he, uh, the, the guitarist, I don't know which one, but there's a little side room right off the stage at Jake's. He just was playing and then just stepped off into that side room and you can just see him vomiting just throwing up <laughs> and, he just, and it's like he did, it's like he's done it a thousand times man he just stepped right back on the stage so uh, okay whose turn is it mine Tully you going off the top here I'm going off the top of the dome dude oh, see if he can name the, the dome. starters of the Celtics and the Lakers from the mid 80s no <laughs> I'm not doing that because I, I don't think I can I don't because if I asked that question you could say uh, I wouldn't and I wouldn't know if I was right so I will say this though are you ready? I think so. Um, name, name the original. No, no, no. Let me back that up. Let me, let me phrase it. Let me phrase it correctly. He's about to go out way out. No, it's still basketball related. Still uh-huh. basketball related. Name the. Oh, this is way too easy. Let me go in a different direction. That's way too easy. And you have one, right? You have one. One. Yeah. One. Okay. Yeah, that's way too easy. I can't give you that. It's, uh, so. Best, who's the, who, oh, let me go in a different direction. That's not good either. So <laughs> let, let me just, what's the best basketball movie? You know <laughs> uh, let me see. Real, real, I Oh, you know what? You said you needed to bring your wife for the geography question. We're going geography. Oh, okay. Ready? All right. Sure. It's probably one I'm going to miss now. Yeah. Yeah. I need four. States that touch the Pacific Ocean. Oh, easy. Uh, Washington, Oregon, uh, California. Oh, wow, I just missed one. And that's, uh, you got five seconds. The Pacific Ocean. Man. Uh, yeah. Arizona. No. Doesn't, doesn't George Strait sing about that? I can I buy you some oceanfront property I, yeah, in Arizona. I know, I know. Doesn't he sing about that? Like, I'm just, I started thinking, I, that, I, listen, I almost yeah, said that. There's Mexico. two more. There, well, yeah, there's two more I think you're, that you're missing. I know that you're missing. Trampas. Oregon, it, Washington, California. Alaska's one of them. Yes. Oh. And then there's another one. <laughs> that don't really count. And there's another one. I thought we are talking on continental here. I didn't say you, continental. You didn't specify. Yeah. No. Why? Yeah, Exactly. Um, that's a good question. Yeah. With that being said, uh, let's see. Ball game. Travis, you have won today's edition of Tied wow. Down. Congratulations to you and your family and uh, everybody involved. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tully. It's the first uh, thing I've ever won in my life. Yeah, man. You know what? And you know what you won? Uh, I do have a prize for you. You won. I know you probably already have. You won a win, loser, tie bracelet. And it's up there. You won a, you won a free, two free uh Shaved ice from Bahama Bucks, dude. Yeah, family business, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't work there, but you know, I, I get a lot of shit from there. So yeah, <laughs> so, and, I, and I, I still support that business. So you want a bracelet and uh, and a and then a uh, two free shaved ice. Don't let me forget to give that to you before you leave. My wife will love it. Perfect. Well, it, uh, they got some new flavors coming out. I can get Blake back on. Anyway, okay, Trampus, congratulations. Now, let's talk a little bit. 
about um, well, Tully's taking a leak. Let's talk a little bit about some of the best players to ever play in the NBA, all time. And why? Let me just ask this right off the top. And I, we can get to some other players. And why is Isaiah Thomas in the top five all time? <laughs> and I'm not talking about Isaiah Thomas that played at Washington. Okay. I'm talking about Isaiah Thomas that played at Indiana and then won two uh, world championships. At, or also won a national championship in Indiana, but won two world championships for the Detroit Pistons. Give me, give me your case because I think I'll probably agree with you. If Isaiah Thomas played today, he would average... 30 a game. I agree. I agree. He had everything. And he'd probably average 12 assists with it. I agree, dude. He, I mean, because it was such a scorer's league. Now it is. And that dude could do – he could get to the bucket and he could pull up mid-range and he could drop. There's this guy, Michael Jordan. It was pretty good, too. Yeah. You know, he can't go against his best friend, Magic. But even in – even two seconds after calling the dude an asshole. Yeah. He said Isaiah Thomas is the second greatest point guard to ever play the game. Yes, he did. And he is the best pure point guard. Yeah. He ain't no 6'9 giant. Yeah, exactly. He was 6'1", uh, which is tall for me. But, dude, that dude could just absolutely tell you. You have a rebuttal on that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Did. Isaiah Thomas? I don't know how you can rebut that, but go ahead. Give it a try. I mean, it depends on what we're I mean, putting him in the all-time greats. Top five. Um. Yeah, I mean, if we're uh, talking position by position, I might could make that argument. But if you're including all players, well, I don't know. I, I think an easier question for me because we, we've I think I've discussed this with different people before is you look at like the most influential players or the most dominant players because like we we're talking about earlier, it's so hard to to sit here and and compare guys when. The errors are so different. Like, I mean, you know, illegal defense, you know, no zone defense, uh, no hand check, you know. Um, I think, Trampus, you and I have talked about this before, but, like, I don't know. Top top five players? I mean, obviously, you got to have LeBron. Got to have Jordan. Got to have KD. That's a controversial take, believe it or not. Well, okay, listen. I know this is a hot button issue, but LeBron, I do agree he's one of the greatest. It's just something about that dude. I, I listen, I'm putting my personal bias aside. I know, and that's and I and I need to do that too because if, I've got to look at it from that perspective. If you can do that, he's the most talented basketball player that's ever played. I, and I, you're probably right. And much it, it got it actually. It's hard. It's hard to separate. It gives me diarrhea to say that. Yeah. I mean, to yeah. even admit. I'm not it. saying. I'm saying he's the most talented. Yeah. I, I mean, I, well, he's got everything you wanted ever in a basketball player. Ever. Well, I mean, I would disagree. I think Kenny Anderson is probably the most talented. <laughs> Georgia Tech. I think you pulled that on me before. <laughs> the Kenny Anderson That's take. My favorite player of all time. Oh. He's you my know, favorite by far. Not even close. Granted, you know that first year against the Warriors, they were down Kevin Love. They were down Kyrie, but LeBron. I think he led them in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. Yeah, There's yeah, not another player that ever lived that's yeah, going to do that. He's like, a freak, man. He is. I mean, Magic probably could have done it if you. But but. Well, yeah. But I mean, but and LeBron. I mean, just he is, man. And God, it's killing me to say that. I just looked for Isaiah Thomas, but I can't believe I can't find it. Uh, 
but yeah, he's he's top five all time. Isaiah Thomas. I want to go back to something earlier because sure. you started down that road and we we yeah. Let's talk about switch gears. But, yeah. Um, talking about dirt. Of course, you know. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'll be the first one to say I'm extremely biased, but <laughs> we were talking about like positionless basketball, whatnot. You're talking about the most influential players in the last. I don't know. What do you say? Twenty years. I would say the. say. Well, you go back I mean, to me further than that. You're getting into Jordan, and you're getting yeah, into yeah, some other guys. But you know, twenty I years. Agree with you. I, I would say you know the league is not where it's at right now without Don Nelson and Dirt. It's not. Donnie. I mean, he, yeah. Donnie. Not 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 Donnie. Not Big Don. Oh, oh but yeah, not young GM Donnie. Okay, I'm sorry. Dirt <laughs> Dirt broke the stigma. Who are the two most fundamentally sound basketball players in the NBA right now? Well, you got, you got Jokic the Joker. and. Doncic, Jokic and Doncic. Yeah, that would. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I can't argue against that. Uh, but, I can't, but I can't give a real educated ball, opinion because I, I don't watch it a ton. But I mean, I watch it enough to know that those two guys are pretty damn fundamental. Well, at the, at the time, so Dirk, Dirk breaks into the league at ninety in ninety eight, right? Uh-huh. You know, gets drafted by Milwaukee, correct? And traded that traded night, right? to yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Great trade. And people were pissed. They think would they give up tractor trailer? Robert Trailer. Yeah, yeah. So but he comes in and I think, you know, you gotta give Don Nelson credit and that I don't I don't think it was anything I really don't think it was that conscious of a thing that Don Nelson did. I think it was more he allowed dirt because I mean, have you kept up with Don Nelson? Like post career Don Nelson? Don. He sits around in Hawaii smoking a lot of smoking pot, right? weed and playing poker. That's, that's what, he, what does? he does. That the old Donnie, yeah, Donnie, Donnie basketball. Dude, he's got a, there's like an HBO special. Shut Did you ever watch that? I no, not. I haven't watched it either. So like he has, you know, he has a weed farm in Hawaii. Love that dude, it, something about that surprises me. And something about it does not. Well, surprise he's so me. he's so eccentric. Like like I mean, a, visionaries they, are eccentric. Yeah, yeah but like, I almost think it was by accident, though, to an extent, because I think at the time, you know, you had a legal defense. That got abolished in 01, 02, somewhere around there. So at the time, like, your only counter to that was to, you know, so guys wouldn't ambush your post, double your post, was to put somebody like at that pinch post area. Well, like, that's Dirk's. I mean that's his wheelhouse, you know. I mean that's where he's gonna, that's where he goes to operate. That you know that kind of mid post area, the elbows. You know, he made he made a Hall of Fame career out of that. Um, but I think Don Nelson just let this guy. Like, he sees a seven foot German kid who wants to handle the ball, who plays like wants a to guard. pull up and shoot. Yeah, and he's like, you know what, go go do your thing. Like he's 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 just gonna let the guy go, right? And you know I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was more conscious than that. Maybe it wasn't. But I don't think the league is where it is. I don't think you have guys like Kevin Durant. Honestly. Out of that comes the stretch four. Yeah, I mean, Dirk well, that's true. I mean, but you even think about we're talking about old Donnie, right? Uh, I mean, dude, with the run TMC. I mean, he was the coach then, right? Yeah, with, oh, yeah. with yeah. Uh, Tim Hardaway, Mullins, Mullen, and Mitch Richmond. Yeah. Mitch Richmond underrated, by the way. Uh, extremely underrated. Yeah, he was a badass on uh, yeah. on Tecmo NBA basketball. <laughs> he was awesome. <laughs> Him and dude, I used to play with them. That was the team I picked all the time. I used to whoop Donnie Hart's ass all the time, and he would get he would have the best team, the Lakers, Bulls, and I, all I did was uh, shoot threes with Sarunas Marshallonis and Chris <laughs> Mullen, and I would drive the lane with Tim Hardaway, and I could just and, and then I would dude, and then I have a Big East bad boy getting rebounds from the four Billy Owens. There were there were there were <laughs> funny video games like NBA Live '95 on Sega, mm-hmm. Washington Bullets. Sexy Rex Chapman, dude, you could pull up from half court. Oh. 
I still play my nephew, and he's like, what the? Like, he yeah. can't do that. Like, yes, yes he, can. he can. Yeah. Googs. He talked about his, his, his Patrick Ewing fandom. Yeah. This dude's one of the biggest Rex Chapman fans I know. Dude, I don't want to say this. Uh, speaking of Rex Chapman, I think it's one of the best dunks ever in the history of the dunk contest. When he threw it behind his back, that off nice. the glass. Without traveling. Yeah. But yeah, without traveling too exactly, and and back then you if you just missed it was over, you know you could do, you know yeah. a couple of it, it, he threw it off, behind his back, off the glass, and and that's that that's that's pretty good. He was a I don't know he was a kind of a vanilla dude like he yeah. did it and he just kind of you know and he was at home in Charlotte, ninety one dunk contest you know and he he did not win. Yeah, so you, so I found my Isaiah Thomas book right, and and of course it's been you know obviously I've read it or it's just been in a box whatever. Doesn't look all that great on the cover, but inside it, I, I, I didn't really ever notice this. It is autographed. It says "To tie from Mom and Dad." Merry Christmas, '89. We love you. And then at the bottom, it says "Best wishes, Isaiah Thomas." Number <laughs> Isaiah. <laughs> oh, look at that, dude! It's, a, it's in there. Yeah, I would have. I would have. Uh, I'm gonna. I will post that on the uh, on, on the post because that's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and I read that book. And the first chapter of it, whoever's the writer, really, like the real, he talked about it, it, the whole first chapter is about uh, cars and how Motor City was a well oiled machine. And he was just setting up the rest of it. But I was like, dude, intro was way too long, bro. So we we got really drunk the year uh, Mahomes won his first Super Bowl. I had a backyard. The oh, weather was man. gorgeous that day. We had a backyard. Super Bowl party and him and my a buddy of mine from Abernathy, Tate Horsford, he was there. And for met, some reason, before. Yeah. we start talking about NBA basketball. Yeah. And Tully's like, "All right, give me your all-time favorite, all-time starting five. And I thought he meant my favorite starting five. You know, at the time, <laughs> like not tied down, dude. Not, <laughs> not 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 a, a top five that can beat anybody. Yeah. And I'm drunk, <laughs> but I don't remember that much of the conversation but the next morning i had to be in amarillo at work and i get this text message from both of them isaiah thomas ah! like, <laughs> oh, it, it was like it got to the point where, like i mean he was he was ready to like yeah i mean he was gonna defend it yeah he's gonna, I'm, I'm with you man and, and, yeah. and like we you get to the point where like we had to bust out the like the sheet of paper and start writing everybody's top five down but it's i'm like, curious yeah okay you sure we isaiah, that before isaiah we thomas before. final answer here trampus and he's a ride or die. He's a ride or die. I'll tell you right now, that dude was, he was about as but good as a gap. He just ran that off point. Off the top of your head. Not not not, okay. not a top five that can beat anybody, uh-huh. but by position, your favorite top five of my all time. My favorite? If I just say my favorite, favorite by okay, position. Isaiah Thomas, Kenny Anderson, they both play point, but okay. Isaiah I, can play two. Yeah, he can play the two. Uh, Drazen, and now he plays the two also. Um I used to love, he could play the two or the three. I loved Latrell Spreewell. <laughs> So he was Golden I mean, State. Latrell was yeah, a different was, yeah, kind of was, beast. Dude, he you better have dip. somebody on the bench for when he gets suspended <laughs> inevitably. Wow. Dude, he had a he had a total uh, he had a total set of rims named after him. I mean, this was the was that, wells. Was it was it Carlismo that he choked? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so that, I got way too many small guys. Let, let me. Uh, let yeah, me, that team's going out second round. Yeah, of the man, Western Conference. I mean, dude, you got to yeah. have one big guy on this team. Yeah, and now I do, and I do, and I, I would. I mean, I would be lying if I didn't say it was Bill Ambeer because I, I loved him because everybody hated him. But I wouldn't. Nah, that's not who I want to put. That. I mean, he's, you know, he, he's not on the top five. Let me say, um, let me go with like I think Akeem would be on there, Akeem Olajuwon, and then I think at the four I would probably have uh, Rodman. 
Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Respect. Yeah. And I bet that's still way too small, but I think I could defend a little bit with Hakeem. Hakeem wasn't the best shot blocker, but he was okay. But I, you know, and let me take, let me take, uh, let me just take Zeke off because it's my favorite favorite. It's Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson. Yeah. And then it would be. Should have been a New York Nick. Drazen. I know, dude. And, but anyway. Drazen was Drazen was too late by or he was early by like twenty years thirty years yeah yeah Drazen would average forty today yeah, he could just, no doubt he, he stroke he, he he could pull he could do damage on the uh, on that uh, Tecmo NBA whatever that was yeah Madden NBA Tecmo basketball he could pull up from wherever but so that's be my that's a weird top five that is very strange I get it. I mean, God, I'm throwing Latrell in there. It's out there. Yeah, that's out there. But it's that's why, if it, that's a good question because that's my favorite. It's not necessarily, you know, if I want the best guys. I mean, but you know, I, this has been my argument for a long time. It's basically, if Larry Bird was injured, it'd be the starting lineup from the 1990 Eastern Conference All Stars. And in the golden era of basketball, the mm-hmm. late '80s all through the mid '90s, mm-hmm. the Eastern Conference was the shit. Yes. Oh, you know what though? I do have to take it back. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I mean, Detroit, they, New York, Chicago, yes. Boston, Philly, Atlanta. Dude, they were Milwaukee all, was all, good. All, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Milwaukee and was. It was good. like punch you in the mouth basketball. You yes. know? Yeah. So I mean, the the starting lineup from that team, Zeke. Uh huh. That's Isaiah Thomas for you people that don't MJ. Know. Sucks. Sucks. He's an <laughs> asshole, but sucks. Dominique Wilkins? Oh, yeah. Subbing in for Larry Bird, even though Larry Bird is unreplaceable. Right. Charles Barkley? Oh. Patrick Ewing. Dude. Who's yeah, beating that, that, that Yeah, there ain't nobody beating that. I don't give a damn what you do. I don't give... Dude, dude, I might have put Charles Barkley in there, too, because that guy was 6'4", and, and he led the league in rebounding a couple years. A round man of rebound. That dude was something. And at he one was. point in his life, he was like 4% body fat? Yeah. I like, mean... Charles Barkley. You watch Auburn highlights, and you're like, "What?" Or even even his early Sixers highlights, you're like, "Damn, dude!" He he, he when he was heavy, like when he was carrying the weight, like he defied physics. It's like a bumblebee. Yeah. It's like oh, how's yeah. the thing getting off the ground? <laughs> and he's flying, you know. It's like, dude, yeah, he's crazy. I, I, I mean, and then he started like becoming a real shooter and scorer. Yeah, we well, got serious. Yeah, that's what he got. Yeah, exactly. Well, he was LeBron without all the flopping, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, dude, but he's. It's pretty pretty accurate right there. Tell me what's yours. Give me your top five. Like if your top five favorite, favorite NBA, and we're going to NBA here. Man, what's crazy is uh, I, I was thinking about this and like I don't know that I could put Dirk in it. Oh really? I thought that was. I mean, he's my all-time favorite player. Yeah. But if I'm putting together a team, like I mean, I love KD. It's like I'm playing KD at the four. Mm. I love sniper KD. baby, the sniper. Sniper. Um, the dream at five. So I'm taking a key at five. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, Bird. Mm-hmm. Two, I want to take Jordan. I'm going to take Curry. Ooh, yeah. I love That's a two. Guy. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm Are they take, winning, I'm, by the way? Did you, did you look? They're, they're down. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to take Curry at the one. I'm going to let Curry run the point. Okay. He can do that. It's controversial. Mm-hmm. Uh, give, me, um, give me Jordan. Yeah. It's two. I mean, it's pretty good. Pretty good five, solid. If you can't, if you can't have a, <laughs> so I'm thinking. I'm not, now I'm trying to rethink my five. You think about it tomorrow. Yeah, you have different like, answers. Yeah, like, I know. I'm thinking about it now and I have different answers. And so it's. But like, those are guys. All I mean, those are guys I yeah. I like. Yeah. You know? Now, if I'm like, I mean, 
I guess I could put Dirk at the four. Yeah. Like, there's guys I love that I would probably do. Like Tracy McGrady. I love Penny Hardaway. Tracy McGrady. Dude, I loved Penny Hardaway, too. I thought, I mean, and those I Those are like what-if stories. Yeah. What if those guys God, never get hurt? Dude, I know. Tracy McGrady was it, man. Grant Hill was it? Grant Hill was, was extremely legit. T-Mac T- really was. Like, dude, he and, was. And, 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 and in the middle, like the height of the hero ball era. Yeah. yeah, Kobe's on record saying I could not stop. Tracy okay, wait a second. He's oh, unbelievable. No. Now, I, 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 here's my thing: is I, Kobe's my probably my favorite player other than Kenny Anderson of all time. So, I mean, Kobe, I think would be on that. I think Kobe could play by himself. I used to. I hated the Lakers in the '90s, in the early '90s. You know, I was a Pistons guy. I hated the Lakers. That foul Dude. on Lane Beer against uh, uh, Kareem in Game Six. Yep. Should have sealed the 89 finals. Well, I, yeah, and that's the – I mean, come on, man. But I loved – but damn it, dude. You talk about a guy that won me over. I mean, and, a heart, and like real fast was, was KB, baby, the Mamba. I loved watching him play. He was like the last time I really watched the NBA hardcore was – if he was – man. You know – You didn't like Kobe, Tully? You give me a look like, nah. You know what? Kobe's one of those guys, like, as I got older and as he got older – Yeah. I appreciated Kobe more. Mm-hmm. Actually, went to his last road game ever. Really, I never saw him play in person. So, man, bought me tickets one year. So, you know, he was he did the whole farewell tour thing, mm-hmm. you know. And so, she bought me tickets, and we drove up to Oklahoma City, which that's a pretty good road game because that atmosphere. Have you ever been yeah. to an OKC game? Uh, nope. Atmosphere's awesome. Yeah, but I, I, it was the year before KD left. KD left that summer in free agency mm-hmm. to Golden State. Um, and uh, I don't I want to say I don't know that there was anything on the line that night. I mean, I think uh, the Lakers were pretty much out of it. Yeah. Um, but um, it's crazy. I've never seen. I've never been to a sporting event where there was that much like fanfare. Like, I mean, it's true, like celebrity worship. Like, yeah. The you know we got there. I don't know. We got there an hour early. I love watching them warm up. Yeah, I do too. And the same thing, like baseball, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I like to be there and watch guys warm up, just see what they're doing, yeah. see what the routine's like. I do too. I can and, watch that shit all day. I, yeah. I, I mean, that's I, I actually enjoy some of that even more than I. Well, can. it's like basketball. It's like I want to go and see. Like, are they form shooting? Like, what are they doing? Yeah, what are they like, doing? What's their warm up like? Yeah, and so Curry's warm up. Yeah, Curry. Yeah, Curry's is the he's the he's the. I, I hate using the word goat, but he is the goat of the warm up. Yeah, yeah, and like, but so we go, and of course, you know, it being it, so, it was his second to last game ever. You know, and then he had the his last game was what like two three nights later when he dropped what he what what he scored sixty sixty yeah his last game he scored sixty points sixty yeah. yeah so I caught the game before that so Oklahoma City was blowing him out I want to say they were down like twenty or something in the third quarter so they pull him out and uh, he had like a traveling physical therapist like his own personal physical therapist oh I bet and she like it was pretty interesting I kind of watched him go to the bench and like immediately he comes he comes off the floor. And like they're icing him up, like they're stretching, and he's like doing a workout on the side, like behind the bench. Yeah. Like, and I think at that point in his career, yeah. like that's what that dude had to do just to be, just to play every night, yeah. you know? And I think that was like, and I, I saw him work before him, like he did shooting and stuff, you know, before the game, but yeah. then he got with her like at midcourt. It was doing like a lot of like, uh, like calisthenics kind of well, stretching yeah, or flexibility work. stuff, like oh, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and like, you know, working on his core. And it's, it's interesting. I, I always think about like Bird on that, like when he's was going through with his back issues. You know, it's like about how much it took that yeah. guy just to get ready to play every night. And I think at that point in your career, you're kind of like, hey, it's, it's time. You know, I'm having to spend three hours to get ready to play. You know, well, but the thing is, like, you hear stories about Kobe, like, he probably did a ton of shooting before anybody got there. 
Oh, like, yeah, even on the sure, last, yeah. Even when it's nothing to play for. I mean, I don't yeah. know. but Outworked just, just everybody. You, yeah, no doubt. I mean, yeah. even when, like, uh, who was the guy talking about on the, um, it was the, um, who was the young player talking about on the Dream Team? Not the Dream, but the next one, you know, the Kobe, when the Kobe and then played on, that was like, dude, I'm going to get there early and be there. Oh, yeah, what's that? And um, he was like, and I'm going to, he was, and I got down to go, I got down like at 5, 4, 4.35 in the morning to eat breakfast at the hotel, because, and Kobe has ice packs on his knees. What's that? He's, it was like Mellow or somebody. Yeah, he's like, like dude, I was like, no, man. He's, like, dude, he's, he's already been at the gym. He's already done. He's already you know, I've got a stupid memory. I remember stupid stuff, but I remember you had a Facebook post years ago. Talking to me? Yes. Yeah, okay. Talking about praising Kobe, and I'm kind of an ass. I, <laughs> you know, I like to poke the bear. Yeah, I love that. And I made a kind of an ill-timed sexual assault joke. You know, who, oh, what was dude. that girl that he raped? What was her name? Well, uh, and Ty Keen comes back. Yeah, Kevin Garnett. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly who he got a hold of in Colorado. Yeah. Well, uh, so you asked me if I like Kobe, though. Yeah. Like, that was the question. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, like, as I got older, yeah. like, I'll never forget, like, I just can't believe this is the first time we've brought him up. In this whole conversation, I hate to interrupt you. Yeah, but, I mean, we've talked about. I mean, Yad Amati. I've brought up Serena's Marshallonis twice. I think I, I without think, even bringing. I think I grew to appreciate Kobe. Like as I got older, too, you know, mm-hmm. appreciate the game more. But I think you know, early in his career. Hey, listen, come on, guys. Like Kobe was, Kobe wasn't a real likable guy, especially yeah. early on. Like he he wasn't. And it was him and Eddie Jones. You hardly couldn't tell them apart. <laughs> it's like, dude, but, you know, like, yeah, he isolated from his teammates. Yeah, like he did not want to go yeah. party. Yeah, no, and it was that hard. was weird it, at the time. It, it took well, a lot. Of, it took a it took a time for him to people to understand who he was. And what I he was remember doing. watching them in Sundown, Texas, watching the 01 finals. I was like, damn, Kobe came to Sundown, no. Texas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, he was there. No, no okay, uh, gotcha. Yeah, but I remember watching that game at my cousin's house and uh, watching those guys. Is that the Sixers beat, beat the Pacers. Pacers, okay. Oh one, right? Or maybe it was two thousand. Two thousand, maybe, maybe Sixers were one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and of course, you know that's that's Larry Bird, man. That's my guy. Yeah, you know, Coach of the Year. And they had a good shot to win it that year. Oh yeah, but like the, they literally, yeah, the, they uh, literally could after. not stop Shaq. I mean, you had Rick Smith down the post. But the I just remember, Dutchman. Yes, and I remember watching Kobe, and I just man, I don't know. From there, and it took me some years to get over yeah. it. And then of course, he like, he went through the phase like, what was this? What, what would you consider his prime? 06, 07? Mm. When he's like winning the scoring titles? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I would the, say 06, 07. The two years it's, Nash is winning MVP. Kobe's yeah, that, prime. Yeah. Dude, Steve Nash was great. Too. Yeah, and but, so like but, that, that little time yeah, period. Yeah, that's crazy that Steve Nash won MVP. And then Kobe was, I mean, yeah. Well, 06, yeah, 07, right there. And between 06 and like 09, like he, he was like a force. He's unstoppable. Unstoppable, yeah. I, I delved into it more after he died. And people just talking about him and his yeah. work ethic. Yeah. And how hard he went at everything in his life yeah. like he was like single-minded about he'd find one thing and yeah that's it like i wanted to go out and get the mumba tattoo i, know, I was like I that's did, how dude, you need I to know, live your life man. you know I mean, like yeah yeah and it's weird because he wasn't like a to me he comes he doesn't come across as like an asshole like jordan was oh, he came across as a little more likable like as far as when the teammates finally figure out who he was he was an enigma i think his teammates would say differently though my, maybe I think he was very much on the same level as Jordan as far as being an asshole. Like, maybe, but I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I Shaq and Kobe had, had their issues or whatever, but Kobe hear, wasn't punching now, Steve Kerr in the face. That's true. Not in practice, he wasn't yeah, exactly. I mean, Kobe would just be like, "Hey, you need to pick your game up, you piece of shit." Like, he just look at you and go, "Hey," but because you hear those stories about Kobe and, and and how they revere him, like even especially the guys that played on the Olympic teams, like they're just like, dude. 
You know what changed my mind on Kobe? Honestly, now that I think about it, what is I think as I got as I got older, I realized what appreciation that guy had for the game itself. Yep, and the guys that came before him, like he, he was a historian. Dude, like, you yeah. sit here and listen to him talk about basketball. That like, mixtape wow. where they they flow the Jordan highlights oh, yeah, straight cool. into it's, it's, it's insane. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, like but how I, how much I, study yeah. does that take? Yeah. To I'm out on the court. I'm going to do this move right here. You can learn it. It's going to look exactly the same. Dude, he, he was. But I, right. he I'm was. more talking about like his peers, like, you know, the way he treated Duncan, the way he treated Dirk, the yeah. way he treated those guys. Like, you know, it, when you hear him talk about those guys, like, yeah. you know, of course, you know, I'm sure Kobe, Kobe's got an, he had an ego, obviously. Oh, but, yeah. I think he had to also, be. If I think be he, could, good, you have to be. he could see these other guys, like, uh, like Dirk, for example. Uh-huh. Like, I remember his interactions with Dirk, and I was like, hey, Kobe's all right. Yeah. You know, because Kobe would come out and, you know, talk about Dirk's place and, like, you know, uh, you know, spreading the game, making the game global, you know, like yeah. how important the international players were and, yeah. and how Dirk changed the game. And then, yeah. I don't know, it's just like but, hearing but, him talk about yeah. that stuff, I'm like, hey, yeah. you know, Kobe's not too but bad. I remember seeing a clip from him one time, and because it's just touching on your point, is uh, I think he said something like, I don't, I mean, it's just another random rabbit hole clip that I found with. He was like, you know, he goes, if you watch, like, he was just talking. Like, somebody just asked him a question. He's talking. He goes, you know, if you watch the way Bob Cousy played, and like, he, gives, yeah. he gives you a full thing yeah. on Bob. You're like, what? I mean, they. <laughs> what was, was, was the special ESPN did on him? Like, where they had, like, was it, I don't remember what that's called. On, was it called Mamba, or was it called, like, a, Was it Mamba? Or I don't was know. It? You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Where basically, they, they, he, like he, 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 did, he did the he did the narration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yes. he's like, it was like kind of like inside the mind well, of Kobe. He, it was the, is this it what was he won an Oscar for? Yeah, but it was no, that was an animated film. Okay, but uh, but it was the night he, he commentated the night he played the garden. It was that. It was they did a full. He commentated. They did a full documentary of just that one game, kind of. But it, it went into a lot of other shit. It was like it, sixty-one at the garden. Yeah, then he put out sixty-one. Called, yeah, was it, it called like detail or something. Maybe something like that. Something. You know, like I'll that. look it up. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's dude. That dude yeah, was, when you hear him talk, like I think like it's, when he talks about stuff like that, it's like, hey, I, I can appreciate this guy. Like he's he's a hoop head. You know, yeah. like first and foremost, you know, yeah. he's he's and, a purist. You know, if, if LeBron. I don't like to say this out loud, but if LeBron, <laughs> if LeBron no, wait, died nobody's, tomorrow, nobody's listening, no. MJ's not crying at his memorial. He ain't tearing up talking about his little brother. You nope. know, I knew you're right. So I know. I, yeah. but, I kind of yeah, agree with that. And yeah. like, if you listen to MJ's Hall of Fame speech, it just shows a lot about him. He's an asshole. He is, dude. It was, a, just, it was an hour of self-aggrandizing bullshit. Yeah. Exactly, I agree with you. But Travis. the guy's got a giant ego. That's who he is, right? And he's the greatest. To I agree, he's the greatest. But he he was still trying to prove he was great. Well, he I, brought I that saying, dude that beat him onto the varsity team. Yeah, he's going to bring him to the to Hall the, of Fame to the ceremony. To shame him. Yeah. Hey, this, yeah, this guy's like some. He's like an accountant or something, you know. What the hell? Yeah. Like, where where did that come from? I know. But yeah, it's like, yeah, that was nuts watching that because it's like he held on to that. And it's like you would think at some point, like I don't know what level you have to ascend to to but, get over that. But you, know, you would think normal people would get over that kind of thing. In stuff. every aspect of his life, he's like the single most competitive person that ever lived. Like, I, 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 he I wants to win every single even, thing there is to win. Yeah, when you watch The Last Dance, which, by the way, you talk about something that got you through the, got me some of the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, no my doubt. God, dude, I couldn't wait for the next one. I was like, really? dude. Oh. Couldn't wait. Oh, that was the most watched TV at our house. But it, but it affirmed kind of the things that you know, he's like, he's getting pissed off at the security guys that he's losing at 
dice or whatever, like trying to throw something closer to the wall. You know, we watched that during COVID. Me and my wife both yeah. got COVID way early in the game and our employers didn't know what to do. So we were at home together for like eight weeks and it got to like episode four. All right, we're going to get to the Knicks now. And I just, I just got depressed. I was like, <laughs> oh, why am I watching this? It was just a 25 year old kick in the nuts. Reliving yeah. it. Reliving oh, it again. Yeah. That's, I, that's I got, that was. Yeah, you're right. I got one MJ Knicks story. Mm-hmm. 92. 89, Knicks are a three seed, Bulls are a six. Bulls upset them. The next year, I think New York upsets Boston, lose to the bad boys. Yep. 91, they have Stu Jackson, of all people, as a coach. They get swept in the first round by the Bulls. That's that Jordan baseline turnaround. They try to trap him. Comes down the baseline in the biggest facial of all time. Can I I please comment on that play real quick? Okay, I stole that. Uh, that's that play you're talking about because I know exactly what you're talking Oakley about. Oakley and Starks try to trap yeah. him in the corner, and, and, and it's it, it, your instinctive to play defense. Your instinct is to get ahead of the dribble, right? Stay. And he pulled off that. He comes baseline and he turns around and starts dribbling back out to the three point line. And your instinct is to go ahead, right? Cut it off. And so mm-hmm. I, I I copied that move and I even patented. It. I, I want a patent. I called it the black tornado. Spin on a dime. And it has nothing to do with the color. I just I just I just envisioned it and I used to do it constantly like I would do it at least two or three times a game I'm talking in summer league in high school and then because it I, worked and then I, yes oh I mean it was it was so funny I, I probably my my success rate of making the shot was when I got to intramurals <laughs> when I, we played intramurals at Tech and my friends would just yell like Zach Buchanan and Dallas Crown those guys would go black tornado because they saw me doing it <laughs> And I would just start laughing because I was like, dude, why am I so old? Because it worked every time. I mean, I even tried to teach it in, in uh, Trinity. I was like, dude, this is the move. I'm trying to teach them the black tornado. And really, it's Jordan. It's that move. Anyway. Well, that, I, I that, it, yeah. that play is from that series. First round, they sweep the Knicks in three. They blow them out three times in a row. Mm-hmm. What happens that summer? The Knicks hire Pat Riley. Oh, yeah. And they trade for Xavier freaking McDaniel. The X-Man, baby! Loves him. Dude, that guy was so underrated. But he had posters and shit, though. They you know? take the Bulls to seven games in the semi in the conference semifinals. Yeah. Jordan scores 45 in game seven. They lose <laughs> by 29, I think. But McDaniel bullied Scottie Pippen the entire series. Dude. And to this day, I've always said, if the, for some reason that summer... McDaniel goes to Boston, and I'm like, "What the? F-? Yeah, what? What? Oh, that's t- see, that's almost like. To well, me, that's like. Yeah. I listened to a podcast about two years ago. Uh-huh. It's a Knicks podcast. They get McDaniel mm-hmm. X Man from South Carolina, and he's talking about it. I didn't know that's where he's from. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Played at Wichita State. Shocker led the na- nation in scoring and rebounding way before uh, the dude from TCU. <laughs> Played for the Knicks. What's his name? Kurt Thomas. Oh, Kurt Thomas. Two of the only guys to ever lead the nation in scoring and rebounding. I saw Kurt Thomas get two technicals, I think. Or, well, he got a technical, and then he got another one. Like He, he was a – that dude was on a uh, – He was mean. Yeah, he was – He was he, he was on edge. yeah. He was constantly on edge, Kurt Thomas. But, but X-Men, dude, okay. Okay, yeah. so here's the deal. He gets traded to Boston that summer. I'm like, well, what the hell? Yeah, what are you doing? And Mark Jackson goes to the Clippers. Oh, they God. replace him with uh, Doc Rivers and Charles Smith. X-Man is on this podcast. He's like, I'm going to tell you what happened there. I've always said if they keep McDaniel, they the Bulls don't three-peat. The Knicks knock him out the next year because McDaniel had Pippen's number. 
Yeah, he did. He, he would lock you up. And he was a physical dude. Yeah. MJ Ewing and okay. McDaniel okay. all had the same agent, David Falk. MJ goes to David Falk right after the finals. Shut Whatever up. This is you not do, true. No way. This is a true story. Whatever you do, McDaniel is not in New York next year. Oh, so Falk plays God. hardball with Grunfeld and Chekets, the GM and the president of the Knicks. Uh-huh. And they just kept, we're working on it, we're working on it. Meanwhile, in the press, they're courting Charles Smith from the Lakers to replace him. And this is where I, I want to punch Patrick Ewing in the face. He's like, I talked to Patrick. Patrick said, man, you know, it's August. If they ain't done it by now, they're not going to. Take care of yourself and your family. So he signs with Boston. Oh, God. And the was, Knicks, it, was it a free agent deal or did he get traded? It was a free agent. It was a free agent. Okay, yeah. They, the Dude, Knicks, they that, said, wait, wait, we're going to offer you the money, but. You can't do that. It's a Nick. You can't call the Celtics. I mean, that's like a, that's like a, that, to me, that's like our pearls going to the Cubs, you can't. But when I heard that, that story from happened. his mouth, I was like, yeah, "But that's Jordan, dude." Yeah, that he was. He about, was the ultimate gamesman. Like, yeah. Oh, dude, that's also one of the. Uh, and maybe we could talk about this. Uh, best dunks you ever seen in the NBA? Best dunks in a game you ever seen? I think John Starks is one of my favorite ones. It's the most iconic, dude. Because he went up and it's a small dude, and he goes up and he throws it down on. And he's not left-handed. That's oh, dude, that's even crazier because he did dunk it left handed on the baseline and he put it on and it to was the Bulls. seal game two. Was it Bulls to go up yeah. 2-0. Oh, yeah. Was it on Pippen and uh, it was like, on Horace Grant and Jordan yeah. is in the picture, but yeah, yeah it was yeah, on Horace true. Grant, dude. He put, it was nasty though. It was nasty, man. And I wasn't the biggest Starks fan because he's he's easy to hate. Starks that's a guy was. you only like if you're a Knicks fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what, what? One of my favorite sayings was when I coached my illustrious coaching career. I tell my kids all the time, I go, be the player you hate to play against. Oh, no doubt. Be that player. Yeah. Be that player. Because trust me, you're going to win a lot if, you, if, you're, if you're the player you hate. And John Starks is probably that guy. He's Draymond Green. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except smaller. With less rings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey. I had to say it. Yeah. That, dude, that was – dude, that's a – I'm kind of I'm, I'm trying to think about that story that's blowing my mind about, but it doesn't surprise me necessarily about Jordan doing that. The best you said best in game dunk, mm-hmm. ninety two playoffs. Sean Kemp against the Warriors. <laughs> it has its own name. He dunks on Alton Lister, and they call it the Lister Blister. Oh my God! See if you have a name and, and you're not even the one that dunked it. <laughs> but you know he cradles it. Yes, and, and, he, and, it he, and he he gets down and he's like pointing at him. Oh like, yeah, he did. He, he did the taunting and didn't he get, yeah. get technicals back no, there for that? Hell, that was so disrespectful. Yeah, he was. It was point crazy, at him. Double point, folks. If you're still listening to this podcast, I want you while you're listening, you have to just at least make a mental note and, and YouTube some of these dunks oh. or plays that we're talking about because the black tornado play. Which I took as my own. It's not Jordan invented it. Uh, the the John Starks dunk, that Sean Kemp dunk. What do you got, Tully? The Lister Blister. That's crazy. That, that was the great. Olympics dunk. Uh, yeah, I was, oh, I was trying to think. I was trying to keep it the NBA one. because that's probably it's hard to that's argue. Probably that everybody's best, favorite answer. Best dunk of all time. The bench Carter jump, jump over a seven footer. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, what, McGrady what, put uh, a pretty good one on uh, a Mormon's head. Sean yeah, Bradley. Yeah, I was going to say dunk. Uh, was it Kobe's dunk on Duncan? It was against the Spurs. I mean, uh, the Suns. Raja Bell, maybe? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. you're talking no, no, about no. Raja Bell dunked on somebody. Or what? Did, oh, no, was it? It was, it was, it was, it was no, Kobe no, no, over no, no, Nash no, no, against the Suns? Time out. Was it LeBron on Duncan? 
I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't give LeBron Hold credit on, on dunks. To me, I don't. You, I don't, I don't you, give, you guys keep discussing. Okay. I'm gonna look. Well, this I'll up. tell you what. Some other uh, kind of ones that stick out of my head, and I'm gonna go back to the '80s. You guys are a little uh, younger than I am, but uh, Doctor J on Tom Chambers, baby. I was gonna say Chambers. Tom Chambers. Well, where he puts his knee into Mark Jackson's grill. Well, he elevates. And it's just he just looks down. Yeah, I'm like, what is? It almost looks unreal. I've seen that kind of dunk one time in person. Really? And it's crazy because it's like it's such a one in a million thing mm-hmm. where like you're in the air and your knee or something catches a you know catches their sternum or their yeah. shoulder and you go it's like you're up and then you go up another foot. Yes. And it's it's such a hard it's a freak thing. I saw a kid one time we were at WTC and a kid from South Plains did that and it made Sports Center. Oh, it did. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember we're sitting in the dorms that night. And like you know, everybody's sitting. Of course, this is like before social media, so yeah, you know, everybody's just kind of sitting there, and you don't know who's awake, who's asleep, and all of a sudden, I mean, the dorm erupts. Just erupts. Ah, everybody's yeah. screaming, running out of their dorms, running along the balcony. Yeah, and everybody's all at the same time. So we're playing South Plains. This is Steve Green. Man. See, you play college basketball? No, no, no. I was I was on the uh, JV. Okay, whatever. Okay, That's way more than yeah. I did. <laughs> um, a lot of those like JUCOs carry JV. But it was the first year they resurrected the program at WTC after they axed it when Western Nolan Texas. Ri- yep, College, Western right. Texas and Snyder. Snyder. Yeah, okay. They axed it shortly after Nolan Richardson's departure. Oh, Nolan. Yeah. Okay. 40 minutes of hell. Yeah. 40 minutes of hell. Hey, uh, May Day, baby. So they brought the program time, back my freshman year. It's like yeah. one of their for tryouts or whatever. Anyways, so I was like a student assistant. I got to play the JV games and I was a student assistant. So, um, we were playing at that time. Mark Adams was still at Howard. You had, oh, there we go. Yep, yeah. you had Steve Green at SBC, and you had Grant McCaslin at Midland. Really? See, there you go. Grant McCaslin is loaded. The, the, yep. the new head coach at Texas Tech, Mark Adams, who he just replaced. Yep. So that's a, that's a lot of the wag jack was loaded back yeah. in the day. Yeah. So, um, and this was a few years before Jay Crowder was at Howard. Um, you had some. Yeah, I mean, you had some dudes in that conference, but uh, Tammy Davis. Does that name ring a bell for you guys? Lady Raider? Tammy Tammy Davis? No? Mm-hmm. Anyways, Tammy took the women's job that year. So, like, Marsha Sharp came to a lot of the games. She played for Marsha. So, like, have y'all, ever, have y'all been to the Snyder Coliseum? I did. I had one of my best JV games of my life I watched, there. I think I watched, Honestly. like, a 3A regional tournament. Yeah, so way. they have the regional yeah. tournament there now. It was a, it's but, a great little So, they play there now. Coliseum kind they of play there now. But when we first brought the team back, we played on campus. At the wreck? Wind is basically the wreck, yeah. So, literally, there's one row, there's one side of bleachers, and it goes about 10 rows up. And it, we call it the box. And you talk about an atmosphere, though, for like Juco basketball. Yeah. We'd have the baseball team, softball team, rodeo team there. Like, I mean, they're lying <laughs> on the floor. And I mean, it got rowdy. Yeah. Now, the you know, majority of the time, we're getting, we're getting our ass kicked. But, <laughs> it, uh, but it was fun. It was, it, that was a fun time. You had a, like uh, the guy, one of our head coach was Mark Berger at the time, and then Brian Berg. You know that name, Ty? Say it again. Brian Berg was our assistant. He uh, he was yeah, Beard's yeah, right hand yeah. man here at Tech, and he took the Georgia Southern head job. He's actually since reunited with Beard at Ole Miss. Okay. Anyways, I don't know where I was. Oh, I, so I, was, I, was yeah. talking, I was talking about dunks. So yeah, yeah. So, so South Plains that year, like kid kid saves one on our bench. I think that's the only, only time I've been on Sports Center. But a kid falls into our bench, throws it behind his back. The dude comes down and has like a Tom Chambers-esque yeah. dunk. Right? He goes up and hits our kid like around the waist, his knee, mm-hmm. and just continues like goes up another level. Yeah. 
and just throws it down. Yeah, I don't know what that feels like, but Kobe it's amazing. I may those. feel like it on the. I may know what it's like on the other end. Here's a Kobe dunk, a preseason dunk. They're playing at the Mac in Vegas, and Kobe like sticks his knee in a dude's chest and like takes yeah. the elevator like two feet above the and rim. It's and weird because you know when you get taller guys, it's weird to love their dunks. Like Kobe, I mean Kobe's was six, what was Kobe six 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 seven six six, and you know even when we talk about uh LeBron, yeah, dude, they're it's impressive, and I mean you know whatever they're the best dunks, and even Vince Carter, but Vince Carter looked like he was on a different planet, but it's the sometimes it's the smaller guys, like I'm talking like six five maybe. You're not talking Spud Webb five seven. No, no, because he really dunking the game. <laughs> I mean, as much as we love. Spud Webb is awesome, and I'm, I mean, you know, we love him. He was, you know, and especially played at Midland College, and you know, down here in the West Texas. And but dude, I mean, you know, like, like Dominique, you love Dominique would throw him down, and he was awesome. But it was just dude, Dominique was six nine, you know. Yeah, it was like, all right, I don't know, but it was, I don't know. That's uh, that that Tom Chambers dunk was awesome. The John Starks dunk was awesome, and I'm just trying to think of anybody like that would throw it down like. It, of course, I mean Griffin had a couple years. Oh ago my god, dude! The Moskov. But see, he's one of the taller guys that would. I mean, he wasn't like he, extremely tall, but Blake Griffin, man, that guy was. When he jumped, it was like he went to another. Well, he was close yeah. to like a Sean Kemp, where he's like a power dunker. Yeah, that yeah, he's exactly, a power dunker, exactly. Yeah. Like Dominique, kind of. Yeah, but yeah, that was crazy. Anyway, oh, here it is. It's it's a LeBron dunk on Tim Duncan. Do you guys don't remember this? Was it like in the finals? No. But it is one of the nastier, uh, and, and it's not. That's not good for podcasting, Telly. But uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just looking. No, it up. no, that's fine. I'm just saying. You know, the folks can't see. Speaking it. of LeBron James, and I hate to say this because the Jet is one of my all-time favorite players, but the LeBron dunk on he Jason jumps Curry, over him, right? He 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 murdered him. Wait, he I jumped, him. wait. LeBron jumped over Kenny the Jet when he was in Boston. No, no, no. I'm talking about my jet, not your oh, jet. Oh, oh, the dude with the bison Terry? Jason Terry. Dude, Jason Terry with Boston. Jason Terry was nasty, though. Jason Terry could fucking ball. Jason Terry, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. One of, one of my favorite moments ever was, uh, was it game five at Dallas. Did you guys even watch that finals? I did. So the game five shot, Jason Terry hit the three in LeBron's face. I want to say they're up. Five. And it's like a yeah, five point game, maybe two minutes to go. The shot clock's going down. And Jason Terry pulls up. Like it was kind of one of those things like I think they tried to screen, they tried to run third through, and they doubled it. Like Haslam doubled it. And Jason Terry was on an island with LeBron. He's like, hey, you know what? Screw it. And he yanks it. Like in typical jet fashion. Like he just pulls it. Yeah. And this- hits it. It's one of the greatest Mike Breen calls. It's one of the greatest Bane calls of all time. That's this, debatable. This yeah. dude also got a Larry O'Brien trophy during the preseason, so <laughs> he'll have his number in the rafters, won't he? If he doesn't, that's a who, the jet. Wrong. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude, I loved him. And uh, who did he? No, that I'm sorry, I'm confusing him with somebody else. I, but I did love uh, Jason Terry, and uh, at Arizona, man, he was nasty at, at, in college. I loved him, but. You know who else was, was a really like undersized but dunker that was freaking nasty? Like, and I loved watching him play. Baron Davis. Oh yeah, well, that, <laughs> yeah, he's like on another level, kind of. But it was Steve Francis, baby. Oh my God, Stevie! I was thinking about Steve the other day. Yeah, dude, that dude was. I mean, I don't know. He was. Just, he was a shooting star. He was fun to watch. 
Yeah, that's the because hey, he he was here and then he was gone. Yeah. But when he was here, he was burning hot, man. Yeah, and I mean, I'm telling you, and I remember, I, dude, I remember hearing like I watching the draft, and he got drafted by the by the uh, what was it the the Grizzlies, but it's not Memphis, uh, Vancouver. Vancouver, Vancouver, yeah. yeah. And he was kind of pissed. Like he kind of got mad because he was drafted by the. He's like, oh, I went to Vancouver, but he went. He there and played with Abdul Rahim. And they were pretty damn good. So I saw a Knicks game in Cleveland. This was probably 07-ish. It's when Isaiah was the coach. And our starting backcourt was Stevie Franchise and Starbury. Georgia Tech, baby. Georgia Tech put out some point guards, baby. They did. Yep. Jer Jack. Didn't, didn't really work out the for the Knicks. But. Yeah, no. Isaiah Thomas didn't work out for the Knicks. Let's just say that. Uh, yeah. If, if, if I could just go down that uh, real 10-second rabbit hole. Um, of point guards from Georgia Tech, um, Mark Price, Mark Price, Mark Price. good shit. one, Kenny Anderson, Stephon Marbury, Travis Best, Travis Best. I haven't heard that name in a long time. And Duke could play a little left hander too, and uh, uh, and Jared Jack, dude. That, uh, Jack Jack couldn't run in the league for a while. They yeah, made, he did. Uh, he did. He made a good living. There's no doubt. The year. Vegas won it. They beat Georgia Tech in the semifinals, right? They had Dennis Scott. Yes, they made the final. Brian four. Oliver. Yeah, it was that. They were the. Uh, they they were the um, lethal weapon three. That was their names. That was the name of their three. Got the Kitty Anderson, Dennis Scott, and Brian Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. That's a shame. That's a buzz all they ran into. But you know, you <laughs> talked about Arkansas earlier. Dude. That is. That's when I, I was a kid then, but. That UNLV Arkansas rivalry when they had Mayberry and Todd Day, like, and Corliss Williams. Oh, oh, no, but, but he Ma- came Mayberry a few years later. later. Yeah, but no, but that Mayberry and Todd Day that was a, and they were in the Southwest Conference. Yeah, and they that played, was a, yeah, that was a Dude. nasty team. And I played in the city championship my ninth grade year. <laughs> this is crazy. I think this I have a this I have a can relate to the Arkansas Mayday team. Uh, I played in the city championship my ninth grade year at Lubbock High. And I dislocated my shoulder right before the half, and the trainer couldn't put it back in. So he went, they took me to the Methodist Hospital emergency room to get it put back in. And the doctor was Dr. King. He's the tech team doctor, but he was like, I just came over from the, I guess I just went and watched Arkansas play. He's telling me this. That, you know, and Mayberry and Todd Day, they came in, they whooped Tex ass. I think it was a good game, but anyway, I just remember that, man. And, and he was like, I was like, dude, my shoulder's out of place. Can you please put my shoulder back in? And I'm like, man, come on. I love Dr. King. He's great, but I just need, I need him to put my shoulder back in place, not talk about uh, Mayday and Nolan Richardson and all them guys. So, anyway, that's just one of my other stories. I got one quick other thing. I got to take another, because uh, uh, it's one thing I want to touch on. Uh, and I wanted to make sure I touched on this before the podcast ends. And it's nothing to do with basketball. I mean, I guess it could be. I don't know if there's anything related, but uh, and you and I talked about this the other night, Tully, and I made sure to bring it up. Trampus, one of the best backyards in the history of backyards, <laughs> and I just—I've been to Trampus's house a couple times, and it is legitimately the cool. And it's just a—I mean, it, you made that regular backyard into something badass. Well, I mean, it's a. It might be the most badass redneck backyard. <laughs> well, whatever, man. It's awesome, dude. And I haven't even been since you put the pool in. So you know, I mean, but I was there. The, the hot tub and it with all the street signs and everything you've got all over the dude. It's pretty, pretty awesome. And we talked about it. I think I got in the pool last year twice, and that's when Tully and Amanda were there with their kids. So 
Ty and I, neither one of us have kids, and I don't think we want kids, but we both want grandkids, yes. so we have to we, figure this yeah. out. How do we, how, yeah, we did bring that up. How do you make that work? How, do we, how can we get grandkids? I guess i got to marry a, a, a single mom, I guess. I don't know. Like legitimate, you know. Whatever. My employer gives 12 you, weeks of FMLA for a baby. So can I adopt an 18-year-old, yeah. take the summer <laughs> off, going on. send him to college, tell him to give me a grandkid, and I'm there like in within a year, you know? So. What, did, what did you say at Nazareth at the rodeo that they did? Wild, what was it called? So Nazareth, it was like a volunteer. No, no, but what was that, that event, that, that one particular thing? Wild the wild horse. horse race and the wild cow milking? Yeah, wild cow milking. I've done that a few weekends, but it's not in rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> So you know, have grandkids. I don't know. You know, well, I mean, I might. Uh, that's terrible. I shouldn't have said it, but it, it's but it's also kind of funny. So, but dude, okay, guys, I hit the two hour mark. But do your backyard. Can you really just touch on it real quick? And and if you have a picture of it, like a cold picture of it, can you send it to me? Okay. I don't know. I'd love to post that uh, with this post because I tr- I contributed to that backyard a long time ago. <laughs> uh, me and my friends from high school, we stole a sign from the campus of a junior high somewhere it says drug-free gun-free zone and it has the gun actually a picture of a gun and a hypodermic needle with a line and a circle and a line through it and i was like dude and when i went over to your house one time i went dude yes i'm giving you that sign and i went and got it and i brought it back to you and, I, and, and it's still up somewhere yeah the one the one i don't have and I don't know. We just, I guess we need to take a trip to Littlefield. Somewhere. I know what you're going to say here. I've always oh, wanted Waylon a Jennings. Waylon yes. Jennings Boulevard sign, and I somehow don't have one. And I got to, and I'm, and I got to apologize that I haven't brought up Waylon Jennings at all because you're, 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 you are the dude. Like, you love that guy. I mean, and he's from, he's from your neck of the wood. I mean, he's right there from Littlefield, right there. But I thought I was the biggest Waylon Jennings fan, and then I met Casey Cowan. Casey Cowling, dude, I love that dude too. I gotta get him on the podcast. You yeah. do get yeah. Casey on. Yeah, that'll we, be we, could, we can swap some stories, man. He used to make me laugh all the time. But, but so he's a bigger Waylon Jennings fan than you are. Well, he's from his hometown. That's true. He's from Little. I would That's say true. probably so. Yeah. yeah. Have, have you been to the liquor store out there? No. I mean, you wouldn't have a reason to. I don't know. I but don't know if, if you haven't, you I need have. to go. Tell, tell me about so his, what's up, his, the, the liquor uh, store in Littlefield. Yeah, Wait, his, okay. his little brother James. Uh-huh. It was a gas station for years. Right, so they pulled out Casey's the, little brother or Waylon's okay, little okay, brother, okay. James okay, James. Okay, okay. I was sure. okay James did you okay? Uh, it was a gas station for years, family gas station, and uh, he pulled out the pumps and opened a liquor store. And in the back room, they have this little. Uh, I don't want to call it podunk. There's a shitload of badass Wayland memorabilia. You can spend all day in there if you want to. Really? And it's it, you know it's it's James and his wife that run the liquor store, and it's mm-hmm. little. It's the unof- I guess it's the official Wayland Museum. There is no other Wayland Museum. There should be though. But me and yeah. Tully went in there. We just he we took re- me for my birthday. This year, that's, cool. that's so awesome. Yeah. We were. Just, my mother's from Pep, east uh, uh, west of Littlefield, little town Pep half the P-P? size of Pep. It it don't have a city limit. It just has a church. Damn, it's I out did, there. Like it's like is that close to Spade? I don't even know. It's like no. it's what, fifteen we, miles no, west saying. of Littlefield. Okay, yeah, and Tully had never been there. I've never heard that. Usually, Ron Roberts or John Robinson are bringing up on the weather. Like it's, a, it's hey, another little a tornado uh, coming close to Pep. And I, it's like town I never heard it, of. It's a town like town I grew up in. Like basically, there's a church and a cemetery. Yeah. Okay. that's pretty much it. I got so you. me and Tully went out there a few Saturdays ago just to you know dick around. And yeah. we stopped at Waymore's, and we were probably in there for an hour the and a half. Of it? That's the name of that Waymore's. And James just starts talking, talking, and he's just telling story after story. And he's like, you know, 
the house that Waylon was born in is still out there. It's out northeast of town. So we go out there, and it, back in the day, it was a midwife's house. They lived yeah. in a dugout mud hut, a Shut dugout. Oh, they had to go so over to the legendary. midwife's to have it's their legendary. baby, you know? Yeah. yeah. So oh, I told Tully, is... we need to go over to, need to, go over there yeah. and do something like this. Yeah. Just get him to talk for two hours and get that get it yeah. on tape. You oh, know? that'd be great. Yeah, so much history that'll be gone. You know, I just can't get over the fact that you know what it's like a and that's not like a it's not like a great date night to me. It's like hey, we spent an hour and a half in a liquor store. I mean, dude, that's like, yeah, well, what you said. I'm like, like, I can't we, get over that. Like, we, we, we were the liquor store like, an hour and a half there. But this guy, he talks. Yeah, and he a, talks. Well, I mean, I love that, dude. It's awesome. But yeah, the story started out how they were related to Bob Lilly, Dallas Cowboy, yeah. and then his grandmother walked a trail of tears to the Indian <laughs> reservation. I mean, it was yeah. He starts telling me about people like buried out in like Haskell, Throckmorton County. Like, yeah, yeah it's my grandmother, yeah. and then my other grandmother, and then my other grandmother, my other grandmother, and then my other grandmother. My <laughs> <laughs> grandmother's yet, but yeah. So it was it was pretty interesting. I would love yeah. to go back and talk to him yeah. again. So that's where my my mom my mom's hometown what was Dumas but she my her grandparents her parents from uh, Rotan really and yeah man my mom still owns land Home up there slinging Sammy ball yeah, damn right dude and uh, like Mark Youngblood now we go down there and turkey hunting and stuff and uh, I'd make him a I, I, well I make him Chilton's we drink Chilton's before because turkey hunting's not really conducive to drinking <laughs> so you drink a lot before you start and uh, but I just like dude. And then we called them the Rotan Roofies, is what we called them. It's <laughs> a Chilton, but it's really strong Chilton. But yeah, that's like these old West Texas towns, man. That's crazy. That's see, I love that kind of shit. That's awesome. You know, I lived here 15 years before I went and saw Buddy Holly's grave. You know, there's yeah. so much history right here in Lubbock. And I went and saw that not too long ago. I, I'm not too honestly. It was for the first time ever. I'm like, really? I, I, I'm a terrible person. First time from, I was there, Lubbock. there was a guy there who was from Scotland. Really. He came to see Buddy Holly's grave. He came to see Norman Petty's recording studio in Clovis. You know, mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. there's a ton of history here. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, that's so awesome. on the Sammy Wall thing, I think I asked you this one time, Travis, and you I want to say you said you had never heard that story, but somewhere, and I think I've scoured the internet for this story. But I promise it exists. Peyton Manning. And I don't know if he was like rookie in the league or maybe he was still at Tennessee, mm-hmm. but somehow or another. Made a trip a, out to see Sammy Ball. He did really? a photo shoot as, as a, for a Sports well, Illustrated article. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, he, and I think he was living in Roby at the time. I, he was in like that. But Ro- he was in Fisher That's, County somewhere. Fisher County, yeah. But so, he, but he flew into Lubbock. I think he flew into Lubbock. Or maybe he flew private and flew into Snyder. But for somehow or another, Peyton ended up in a hearse. What? That's all they had to drive him out there. Because... Just, they didn't have anything. I mean, it was like, so I assume he was like fluent as I don't know this part of the, but yeah, like That's my PCP, awesome. Dr. Carrion, he's from Rotan, and he was yeah. Sammy Baugh's yeah. uh, Aaron boy? Yeah. When he was younger, so he's got all these really dude. cool Sammy Ball stories, dude. That's crazy. There's a picture of, of Manny for the people that don't know. Uh, the, for my people listening in Germany, and uh, <laughs> picked up a lot, picked up a lot of recent listeners from uh, North Dakota. Well, yeah, no, no, I don't have you there, but, but from uh, we'll Thailand, I got some. Th- I got some Thailand people. I don't know who, uh, but Sammy Ball is a great quarterback <laughs> in, in, uh, in American and football and punter. Yeah, uh, legendary Hall of Famer. Uh, I'm absolutely legendary. So. Uh yeah, so that man, that's 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 good stuff right there, man. I, I could I could do a whole other podcast just about your backyard and uh, old country music and yeah, we didn't that kind of shit. That. And we didn't get there, and, I, and I'm and I don't want to get it because if I do get into it right now, we're going to go into it for forever. Or we can do a podcast 
from the backyard when the weather gets nice. See, that's it. See, now we're talking. Bring the equipment. And I am mobile. I can do it. Do I'll take, it. I've taken this stuff. I've taken my shit to uh, Oklahoma City or Tulsa. I mean, I interviewed my one of my best friends up in Tulsa. I've taken it to Bahama Bucks. I've taken it to my mother's my mother's house. You know, uh, so yeah, what I'm saying is, is that yeah, I can do. I'm, I'm I could go on location, baby. That would actually be a lot of fun. It would be a lot yeah. of fun from the backyard. Do you have a name for the backyard? Do you have like, some people have a name for some shit? And uh, I had uh, a nickname for the, it. the Moon Tower. Yeah, party at the Moon Tower. No, it's uh, a friend That's of mine from name. Amherst made me a sign T balls, T balls, T balls bar and grill. Dude, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because it's Trampus Ball. That's awesome. Dude. Okay. All right, man. Tully Brown, Trampus Ball. Dude, anything y'all want to say? Anything that you didn't get off your chest that you need to get off your chest? Thanks for letting us talk. Nick's in five. Nick's in five, baby. Here we go. Hey, listen. Last thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's setting up. It's setting up for Boston, New York. Eastern oh. Conference Finals. And that, you know what? I love it. That's, that, that's that'll get me watching. Talk about it. old school NBA Eastern yes. Conference. There's not many things that get me, me root for the Knicks, but that yeah. that might do it. That was going to be my, my oh shit. I meant to ask. I meant to write that down. One of the, uh, my trivia questions is going to be, but it's going to be, be hard to get. But uh, my tied down questions is going to be, um, who's really the only major league baseball player to play in the major leagues and to play in the Danny NBA. Ainge. Yes, dude. Uh, see, that's pretty Kansas good. See, I could have got two right? points. No, uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, well, too late, Tully. It's, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like making the shot after the game is over. It's buzzer. <laughs> you, you didn't beat the <laughs> All buzzer. the pressure's off, man. <laughs> exactly, I know. Man, hey, uh, Tully, appreciate you, brother. And, and Trampus, obviously, you have an open invitation anytime. We need to do that this summer. That'll be good. Let's go to the uh, let's go to T balls. The wife and, uh, just asked me if we're done yet. So. Yeah, we're about to end. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I tried to tag you in an Instagram video all the time. I can't tag you. You don't let me do that. So I don't know why. But maybe we need to remedy that. But man, Trampus and Antelli, and this is this is as fu- this is as much fun as I thought it was going to be. I envisioned it being a lot of fun, and it was even you guys. You guys lived up. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? Trampus, Telly, and Ty coming to coming to a. Coming to a, a, a redneck Six rodeo man game. tag team champions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man! I love it. That is so much fun. Well, I appreciate you folks listening always, man. Go follow the show. Uh, follow the show at Winners of Tie on Instagram, and uh, email the show. Tell me what you think about this episode, and uh, what you think about Tully and how stupid he is, and uh, <laughs> and Trampus and how awesome he is. <laughs> uh, always, man. Email the show Winners of Tie Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Trampus. Thank you to Tully, and thank you for listening. I appreciate you listening because, man, I don't get paid to do this. I just do it for fun. And uh, I appreciate you making it all the way through. And as I ended all my phone calls in the 1990s, I ended one word and one word only. And that word is peace.